Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. You chemically burned your pubic hair because you fell asleep and you mad at the people who were treating you because they happen to be snickering a little bit? I mean, like sometimes you just sometimes you just gotta let some stuff slide. Like if I mean, but the problem is the greater your level of disrespect for another individual is, the more likely you are to say something disrespectful to them. So, like if Ted Cruz was walking by me right now and waved to me, I might just be like, F you. I don't even know this dude. I might just be like, F you and everything you stand for. I have so much disdainment and such a lack of respect for him. Like that if I saw him with his family, I would go apologize to his family. I'm sorry. Y'all got to deal with this B all the time. And I'd look at his wife and I'd be like, I hope he makes enough money to overcompensate for all his bitch assness. The five minute warning. Okay, students, this is your five minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Welcome, y'all. This is the five-minute warning, Sands. Ruben Brown, he's got the week off, so it's just me and Moby. Moby, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yes, sir. We have uh, a lot to talk about, but I'm going to give it over to Moby. He has something to say to y'all. Yeah, I'd like to issue um, a public apology. It was brought to my attention that on our last um, broadcast that somebody had interpreted some of the comments we made as sexist, um, my, my comments especially. Um, when I made a statement that a, a woman should at least know her way around in the kitchen, I guess somebody um, thought that that was me saying that a woman should have to do all of the cooking. Um, I would like to apologize for the implication that someone else made, which were not the words that I said. I believe that every adult person should at least know their way around the kitchen because you're an adult and you shouldn't be dependent on someone else cooking for you. Also, if people are so hurt at the the mere notion that a man may actually like the appeal of a woman cooking for him, I'm sorry, but that ain't never going to change. They've made all these comments about the quickest way to a man's heart is through the stomach. And I'm a fat guy. And it ain't, it ain't wrong. I mean, look, you can put on some lingerie. That's cool. But you cook some chicken, some mashed potatoes, some greens, and some homemade sweet tea. Man, that's sexier than any lingerie you could ever put on for me. Preach on, preacher. You ain't said <laughs> so, nothing but a word, player. So if somebody took me as being sexist, well, I ain't sorry that I like a woman cooking. 
I am sorry that you thought I thought that meant you have to do all the cooking because in my household, I do the majority of the cooking anyway, which is why even more so, I love it when I walk in the house and smell some food. Because to me, that means it's about to go down in more ways than one. (laughs) So that was it, man. So I just wanted to get that public apology out of the way. Like, I don't want y'all to think I'm sexist because I like a woman cooking for me. I it is what it is. I mean, so now that we've got that out of the way, um, Ruben hit us with this story about titty milk, and we just felt like we had to go right into it. <laughs> Primarily because it made him feel very uncomfortable, and it's a lot of fun saying titty milk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're not going to say titty milk too much because well, I why mean, not? Look, whoa, we whoa, 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 whoa. We don't want the suspension. We don't want the suspension culture after us. I don't want to offend anyone see, by saying titty milk. Come on, man. So much fun. Titty milk. Come on, say it. I, I'm just saying I've said it four times already. Okay. Like I feel uh-huh. like I, I feel like the titty milk overload right now. Like <laughs> So full full disclosure, I had never heard the expression titty milk until Ruben said titty milk. And once I heard titty milk, I couldn't unhear titty milk. <laughs> and ladies, before you get upset, my wife laughed at it too. So I'm just saying. Okay, so what the actual article is, apparently someone wants to ban the use of the phrase breast milk because breast milk is not inclusive to trans people or people who may not be able to, I don't know, feed their kids at birth. So um, it is up to all of us to make these two or three people feel really comfortable by not calling breast milk breast milk i don't know what we're supposed to call it now if we can't call it breast milk um well I they, they, they said it was a human milk they said human milk that's what they were saying i feel like that's redundant because i don't know any other species that gives milk from an area that we call breast true so i feel like we're kind of being redundant here by saying breast milk well <sighs> Okay, we always talk about this, and I always tell you, it's a slippery slope, but here we are, and they're upset. They want to be included, but as far as I'm concerned, you can't be included because you're not a woman. I mean, women can produce milk, and they can lactate, you know, in the in the childbirthing process, because I think they, I don't know if they start lactating before the, the child is born or not, but once it is, here we are, and you can't... Um, you can't do that man-made you can't do that on your own so if you can't do it on your own apparently your assignment is female so or we is can't call it breast milk do we call it bre- do, do they have a problem with the idea of breastfeeding like that's a phrase too this, this. well see there's that slippery slope again because see now is somebody gonna get upset that women can breastfeed and they can't but they're they identify as a woman i mean again man slippery slope ice everywhere I mean, I mean, full disclosure and probably overstatement. I hope she wouldn't get mad at me for saying this, but my wife was unable to breastfeed. She just didn't produce. Um, never once did I hear her be offended at the idea of someone saying someone else was breastfeeding. I, I maybe, understand. Maybe I should ask her, like, hey, were you offended when other people were, quote unquote, breastfeeding and you couldn't say you were breastfeeding did, did, did that make you feel not included well i mean i would hope not but 
I'm telling you, there's like, like you said at the beginning of all this, you said two or three people. And those two or three people probably have a voice and somebody will catch wind of it and it sells. So here we are. I mean, yeah, I just, at some point in time, inclusiveness cannot be exclusiveness. Like if we're trying to include you, we can't then exclude everyone else from being able to use regular terms because it offends you like where is the line and and okay here's the example i gave ruben which made him extremely uncomfortable and i'm mad he can't be up here because it, i just would love to see his reaction as i say it but <laughs> if a if a trans if a trans woman so that means genetically born as a male identifies themselves as a woman goes to a doctor's office and and the doctor says hey we need to check your penis does that trans person get offended at the term penis because they identify with themselves as a woman like yes i can still call you her and still acknowledge the fact that you still have a penis like that's i mean what what else am i going to call it you excuse me ma'am can i see your elongated clitoris like i mean that's (laughs) (laughs) his skin is crawling right now (laughs) That is hilarious. Well, I remember when you said that I was through. I can't unhear it either. But I mean, I understand what you mean. But what I'm telling you is when I say slippery slope, the idea that you've been talking about this for five minutes is that slippery slope. You have been talking about this about, well, what if that? And what? If, and, I'm, and that's what I'm saying. Because if one person, like, if, like you said, if the doctor says, I need to check your penis for whatever, you know, standard things you need to check a penis for. And that person gets upset because it reminds them that they're trying to be they're trying to be a woman that in a man's body. All they have to say is, I'm offended that that doctor said I had a penis and then make up some other name for it. And here we are again. That's how this is working. And that's why I said, man, everything you're talking about, everything we talk about on this show every week is a slippery slope. When you can't use anatomically correct terminology to describe the anatomy then we're just too far gone. We're well, just, we, we're, man. <laughs> well, we're too far gone then because I'm telling I mean, you. All don't get me is- wrong. If a chick was upset because Ruben said titty milk, fully get it. Fully get it. <laughs> Maybe you don't want it to be called titty milk. Like, get but, it. I really, but yeah, because that, that's, <laughs> a, that's offensive. That's, I mean, that's, a, that's somebody being 12 and I'm sure I am 12 all the time. I get that. I would never say that. And he's not here to defend himself too, so no, that's even yeah. better. That's even better. I, I just, I just apologize for us being sexist, and I just <laughs> talked about a sexist comment that <laughs> man. I was just saying, but it's like when you, when you, when you're cornering people, and they don't have any way out, and you can still move the target, you have all the power. Yes. It's just that simple. You have an, you have all the power because you can say something like this and people start taking notice. And it's like, because I remember, okay, 10 years ago, if somebody would have said, I identify as, you know, he, she, I mean, uh, like they, if they identify as they or the opposite of what their obvious assignment is, it's like we wouldn't have, that just wouldn't have flew. Now it's like, I, like I asked y'all, I ask everybody, it's like, look, how do I approach people like that? It's like, do I just ask them how they want it? All of those things I go through now, 10 years ago, I didn't have to. Here yeah. we are. Here we are. And, and 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 to be honest, I don't have a problem with the idea that maybe I should ask how you want to be identified as. 
no problem because to me it's it's i know some people disagree with me but it's like if you want to change your name legally you want me to call you by your new legal name cool right if you want to if you want to say hey identify as a woman and not a male hey all right cool i will call you him he whatever that's fine but i will not ignore the fact that if i'm talking about your body parts that you actually have i'm gonna call it what it is if you're if you're if you're a male that identifies themselves as a woman i'm not gonna make up a new name for your penis well if I'm, you're, if, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not i mean i hear you all <laughs> i'm saying is don't be surprised when you have to i'm telling you they're gonna make up to another stop. name I'm i mean we're talking about city milk man why do you think that can't let's, okay let's just for a minute just think about how we got here that's all i'm saying and when i look at how we got here I don't see where it's stopping because yeah, all dude, somebody's got to do can't call it breast milk. I just, yo, I'm telling you <laughs> human milk. And I guarantee you next year, if we remember to revisit this moment, it'll be human milk. That's what it'll be called. Standard. It'll be standard human milk. All right. Here's my only beef. Okay. I bet not go to Starbucks and order some coffee and somebody asked me, do I want half and half goat's milk, um, soy milk, or human milk? Or Like, like no. Like, we got to draw the line somewhere. Like, look, <laughs> give me some milk from a cow, preferably. <laughs> well, I tell you what. I don't, if, if, if human milk or breast milk ever showed up on the menu at Starbucks, I'm never sending my wife there again. I'm just saying. It's just not going to happen. Oh, okay. Ever. So, so we have we have exhausted this conversation of titty milk. It's, <laughs> it's, it's over. Milk. We we we're not going to talk about breast milk, titty milk, human milk. Nope. Milk coming from a woman's bosom, whatever you want to refer to it as. We're now going to talk about somebody perming. There's just no way around it. Somebody, <laughs> some woman, permed her pubic her hair. Vag, her pubic hair. Yes. And in the midst of this process, she dozed off. Yes, which is a big and, no-no. Big no-no. And she woke up burning and not from an STD. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, look. Wait, Dr. Lovely the, burned her up? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it. I'm sorry. I had to say it. She, she left her just for me in a little too long. Just for men. <laughs> No, the just for me. You remember those commercials with the um the the young. It, it was the easier acting perm for the little kids, and the girls would be like, "Just for me." Oh no, I knew about the product. I didn't know the name. So it's a just yeah, for me. Oh, that's so jacked up. Just, just for me. Just yeah, for so, me. So she maybe she put her just for me down there, and fell asleep. Okay. And then and then apparently she got upset that doctors and nurses were laughing. Truth. She really was. She put out the she she put out a TikTok video, y'all chronicling this whole thing and then she wondered why people laughing now she got the whole world laughing you chemically burned your pubic hair because you fell asleep and you mad at the people who were treating you because they happened to be snickering a little bit i mean like sometimes you just sometimes you just gotta let some stuff slide like if, <laughs> if, you, if you know you did something stupid like people gonna laugh like, <laughs> like look if, if i if i slip on some ice walking out the street and somebody's laughing at me as they happen to be as they happen to be helping me up. 
they can have it, man. Yeah, they at least yeah. trying to help me up. But I'm going to acknowledge that somebody my size slipping on the ice. It's always funny. It's never not funny unless somebody gets majorly injured. Right. True. <laughs> I mean, actually, in your defense, if anybody does that, it's funny. It, it's it, funny. We're going to make sure you okay first. Yeah. But once we get you on your feet, you good. Oh, I'm We got to laugh at you. We got to laugh that at you. That was hilarious, bro. I mean, you was all up in there like, I mean, like <laughs> Charlie Brown kicking that football. I mean, come on, man. That's funny every time. So, so she's like, I mean, I, I wish the doctor would have had some like real humor. I wish the doctor would just came in. Well, looks like you're burning. Um, you know, it looks like you're burning. You, you got you got any partners you need to call? Wow, like, you know? that's cold. <laughs> See, that ain't right, man. Come on, that was funny though. That was funny. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could be like, look, it could be worse. Could be herpes. It, yeah, you know, truth. Because <laughs> this will heal you forever. Exactly. And that stays with you forever. Yes, like sir. these burns will heal. <laughs> yes. Well, see, we're gonna put you in that diaper right now, though. She was yeah. definitely looking like a Bam Bam on Flintstone for real. Man, I mean, look. <laughs> I, in, in all honesty, I'm not laughing at her misfortune. I'm are, just aren't laughing we at. The, no, I'm not. I'm not laughing at her misfortune. I'm laughing at how funny it is. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a difference with no <laughs> distinction there. I think. Yes, because I'm not laughing at her because something bad happened. I'm laughing at her because the something that's bad didn't kill her. And it's funny. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> slipping on the ice again. Yeah, that's true. Because I just sitting here. Well, I mean, I mean, my biggest thing was because when my wife brought it to me, I was like thinking in my head, like, I don't think how are you going to be black all your life and not know you can't fall asleep with a perm anywhere on your body? You see, here, here's the person I'm mad at. I'm mad at whatever her significant other is, man, woman, whoever it is. You really I'm think this woman got a partner? I, no, 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 no. I'm mad at them because the, whoever this person is made her feel so bad about her coarse pubic hair that she felt the need to go through these extremes to prove that she had good hair in her love below. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, man, the, car you... the carpets don't always have to match the dress. <laughs> <Come> like, <on. laughs> They just don't, man. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, mean, I I have never been in any adult situation previous to my wife where I was like, oh, man, you ain't got this perm, too? <laughs> I don't know, baby. Them ends is looking kind of rough wow. down there. I ain't wow. never. You said them never. ends ain't looking right. <laughs> so jacked up. Oh, you going to get slapped. All right, all right. Maybe, maybe I'm sounding sexist again, but once, but once again, like I said, I blame her partner for for making her feel so uncomfortable with her lower region that she felt, you know what? I gotta make sure this hair is smooth, and I can get a comb through it. Like, but does she have a man for real? Because I'm thinking a woman like that. I'm thinking that you know what? It doesn't have to be that, and I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's not because you might be right. But I'm also going to say it could possibly be vanity gone wrong. It could be. Or it could be like she's been doing it for a while and, and she's like, look, I can't let him see it nap up. <laughs> I can't you know let him saying? see but it he, nap he, up. He, he's, got a, he's got a standard now. Like he, he, <laughs> likes, he likes that Hawaiian silky. So I got to make sure, you know, he don't think this is a foreign territory the next time he oh come over. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, cause we, don't, we don't know her sexuality. I'm not trying to assume. I'm just saying, like, you're right. It could be vanity gone wrong. But, I mean, I like to think that the lower region that people ain't going to see 
you're only vain about it if somebody's gonna see it are you sure about that i'd like to believe that i'd like to believe that well whatever but, helps you sleep at night because i'm telling you man vanity will make you do some things man I, I'm, I know i know and look none of us are above it like I, i've probably done some stupid things we all have and, that's and, how and we know. which is why i'm laughing at her not because of her mis misfortune i'm laughing because hey that could have been me doing something <laughs> stupid i hope not could, I, hope I mean look look <laughs> For, for every woman who has, you know, chemically burned their lower region, there's some dude that's nicked his scrotum while he was shaving. Like, this, it just well, happened. No, 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 no. That's, see, that's not a stupid act. That's just a mistake. They're, they're different. You're, you're they, right. I mean, if you're shaving your stuff, you're trying to stay groomed. That's one thing. But you trying, dude, you trying and, to get pubic hair apart. Come on, man. And, and, and see, she would say she was trying to stay groomed, too. You know what? Maybe she's saying it's unmanageable unless this chemical helps it, you know, be, you know, fried, died, and laid to the side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> maybe, she, maybe she got her little baby comb and she no, know, no, no, smooth, no, no, smooths no, no, it no, out. No, no, stop. Please stop. No. You know, she no. Uh, just No, no, no. Look, looking like Morris Day from the Times you know what? in the Lord region. Morris Day from the Times. Just, <laughs> Ice cream castle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got, got her homegirl holding the mirror as she, you wow. know. <laughs> now you know that's man, I don't even know what to say right now. Really? Really? All right, all right. We we've we've exhausted our um sexist topics for the day. Uh, and I'm going to apologize in advance for the apology that I'm probably going to have to make next week. After. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, actually, the idea that you had to make an apology, I thought we were going places. I was like, hey, there's somebody that pays attention to us enough and cares enough to be mad. I mean, and, and OK, full disclosure, the person wasn't mad. The person was just like, hey, it got a little sexist at the end and took me a bit of back. I was like, I didn't think we were being sexist. I thought we were pretty pretty even here like yeah we're yeah. guys we like the idea that women cook but we weren't saying that we we wanted the women to live in the kitchen we were just saying that hey we like to get a home-cooked meal that's a nice True. that's a nice gesture like, it is. who who doesn't what lady doesn't want to come home every once in a while to a home-cooked meal it works both ways and and i guess my apology is the fact that the implication that was self-imposed because i didn't imply it at all but the implication was that i was saying that women should be doing all the cooking when that was never what i was trying to it say. was not not a word <laughs> came out of your mouth that would well i can't say that would lead somebody to believe that but that wasn't what you said and so i totally get it because i feel like if women want us to have a job yeah you know just saying just saying one of them things but you know it's all good it's all good i ain't gonna be mad i'm just saying and the idea that somebody cared enough to be just say something about it lets me know their people are listening i mean look i appreciate it i appreciate the feedback and the fact that it wasn't thrown as a hate topic like you know i didn't get bashed for it you did not you did not get suspended actually you yeah, might, it, you'd have got canceled uh, yeah maybe but I, I got bashed you know yeah you did a little bit but it, it's okay it's, it it's all right let's let's talk about something that's um not funny um not at all. it's a little bit more serious but um I mean, Texas, like just they frozen. I mean, they really are. Who, who knew Elsa went down to Texas, man? Like, <laughs> I know you got kids now. <laughs> he said Elsa went down to Texas. That I, was I'm good. I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to make light of you people wanting did. to build a snowman. You see uh, that? You know what? See, you did it again. See, you gonna get all kind of hate mail. I'm not a part of this, y'all. Now I am a part of Titty Milk, though. I'm a part of that. 
I ain't a part of this whole thing right now with Elsa because that was good, but that was cold. Too soon, I'm bro. Let you Too know. soon. I'm gonna let you know. There's some parent in Texas right now, and it's probably like my kid ain't never watching that movie Frozen, Frozen one or two ever again. <laughs> never. We will never hear no kid in the background in Texas going let it snow. <laughs> they might get the taste slapped out their mouth. Like no, <laughs> no. Oh oh. Boys to men, boys to men. Brian McKnight, let it snow. Can't even play in Texas. Wow, no not they even Christmas band. songs, man. Come on, man. <laughs> they a band. Ruben will be right. It's gonna be right at home in Texas because all that stuff is banned. But in all seriousness, like, I feel like the world has learned so much. Well, I'll say the world, but the country has learned so much about power in Texas. And, like, little known fact, that's become a big known fact. The country has three power grids. Yep. East Coast. West Coast. West Coast. Texas. Texas. There you go. So 49 states fall under two power grids. And then there's Texas. And uh, another tidbit: uh, some of those power uh, power companies are uh, internationally run, and there was only one power company that was actually prepared for this because it had happened before. So, just want to throw that out there. And all the benefits for living in Texas have are their downfall. Like people go to Texas because they're always bragging about no state taxes. Right, and the power company runs its own power grid because it's independent, so they don't have to fall under any federal regulations. Mm-hmm. And there's a problem because when there's no tax money to pay for federal regulations to be adhered to, you have a privatized power company that has decided not to winterize anything for the last what 20, 30 years. Yep. And in all fairness, it's Texas. I mean, they're, not, spo- they're not supposed to be five degrees. I mean, I get that, but what it but told at some point in time, you just got to be prepared for the exactly. what if. Because that's what that's what I was telling Lauren. I was like, "Look, you mean to tell me you have been taking all this money and billing from these people for all these years, and you haven't invested two percent of all that all that profit to make sure that something that happened fifteen, ten or fifteen years ago doesn't happen again, like it's happening now, for real." And you still charging people uh, for electricity that they don't have? Come on, and man. all these people, when they get their power back, man, their bill's about to be jacked up for real yes, now. Yes, sir. It's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be bad. I'm telling you, man. It's, and what you going to do? Not pay it? You ain't got no other option. Exactly. You're going to have to mortgage your power bill for a month to catch up. I'm just letting you know. You're going to have to go with that 401k or whatever because it's going to be bad. I mean, and and you got public officials blaming windmills like, bro, (laughs) bro. So, so the exact one, it's not word for word, but it's pretty close. His statement was, and this is why the green energy bill will hurt us because the windmill system has failed us and it makes up almost 10% of our power output. Time out, time out. Yep. Go ahead. You're, you're blaming the windmills for 10% of your power output. What happened to that other 90? Let's say what he said had any validity, which it does not because the windmill is not working because of the same reason that the power companies aren't working. Your pipes froze. Yep. (laughs) That's the problem. Ain't got nothing. The wind, those windmills still spinning. They are. I mean, they they just like three, six mafia video back in the day, man. Them (laughs) rims are spinning. I, I bet you drive by them windmills, right? couple of them might have some icicles on them but they're still spinning spinning. they are so your math 
that you said to the world. Yeah, well, first of all, it's not 10%. It's a lot less than that, but go ahead. It's actually seven. They said at most it's 7% of their output. Yeah, that's it. But he said 10. I know yeah, he, I, he I wanted guess, to say guess, 10. He wanted to round up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I respect him for wanting to round up, <laughs> but I don't respect the fact that so many people piggybacked off of it. Like, they don't realize that 90 is bigger than 10. Like, like my kids are doing math right now where they're learning greater than and less than, and they know the alligator goes to the big side. <laughs> That's the so big the side. alligator is pointing to the 90. <laughs> he said the alligator going to the big side. Because <laughs> the alligator wants to eat the most. Truth. And 90% or the realistic, 93% is greater than 7. It is. So even if that 7% was working magnificently, you think 7% of your power is going to power texas it is not i mean like bro like i just i just cannot deal with the stupidity that gets put and politicized in front of us and people don't want to call it out this is this is not democratic moby talking this is not independent moby talking this is not i hate republicans moby talking this is can you do effing math Mo be talking like don't don't lie to me with math but i mean you can well when you can when you control the narrative and your narrative is going to reach 47 percent of the voting population and that 47 percent of voting of the voting population can influence the rest of the people who can't vote yet then guess what we talk about it on the show all the time and i'm telling you if you can control your own narrative and you have a platform you can say it all you want to and your base will believe it most of your base is going to believe that most of their base right now if you were to ask them they would have something to say about solar solar energy something to say about wind energy something to say about hydro uh, hydro energy anything because of what that dude said so loud and so long that's what they want to hear that's what they want to hear in all fairness, man, I get it. He's in Texas and they're like, hey, we make money off oil. Yes. But respect. But just shut up there. Don't 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 blame the windmills for the oil failing. It's not like, going away. When Trump left, we, we talked about this and we agreed. It's not gonna go away. And this is a great example. Yeah, I mean, I just I mean the whole time I just was like, man. Whose man's is this up here? <laughs> like, uh, uh, for real, who, whose man's is this trying to tell me that ten is greater than ninety? Who who let him up in the room? Who 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 vouches for him? Oh, the governor. Exactly. The governor I was gonna say, you're in Texas. A whole lot of people vouch for that dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and, and from one, you know, from one, whose man's is this in Texas to the saga that is Ted Cruz and. His life to me is a whose man's is this? Like, I just need to know anybody that vouches for this man. Like, anytime Ted Cruz walks in a room, I am willing to put money that he is the biggest B word in there. I would say. Anytime. There aren't too many rooms he can go in where I'm like, yo, there is a bigger, sorrier excuse for a male than that guy. So the newest saga in the Ted Cruz case is so te- so Texas is frozen. Yes. So instead of him staying in his enchanted frozen land to try to break the curse, yep. He he just goes totally against the grain of Disney movies, and, and he just goes, you know what? <laughs> Screw it. We're going to Cancun. 
You know we're gonna and- get sued by Disney, right? <laughs> <laughs> you are killing them right now. Elsa go freeze your ass. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying. So, so, in his infinite brilliance, he decides, hey, me and the fam going to Cancun, and apparently he doesn't realize that people have these things called cell phones, and people can video him in the airport. So then he gets on the plane. And people start videoing him because they on the flight to Cancun too. Cause they like, yo, we trying to get out this ice box too. But what's this dude doing? Like whose man's is this? Like who <laughs> how, how are you gonna escape your kingdom that's cursed? You're not supposed to do that. Get your kingdom that's cursed. <laughs> oh God. I can't so, do it with you. <laughs> so then so then this dude So my man just I, gets panicked. So they ask him what you doing, he goes uh, 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 my daughter's friends wanted to go to Cancun. Yep. Your daughter, who's still not a legal adult, yep, and her friends want to go to Cancun. Yep. Okay, let's just say in some world of privilege that that actually exists because it does. It does. So if her friends were going to Cancun. I'm assuming her friend's parents were also going to Cancun. Yeah, they had a meeting. The, the parents had a meeting. Hey, listen, you, we're going to Cancun. Y'all want to go? That that happened. So, my man, why did you need to go? He didn't. And then he realized there were holes in his store. So by the time he got back to the frozen land of Texas, <laughs> he had changed his story. It was no longer about my daughter's friends. It was, hey, you know, yeah, we had planned on going to Cancun. And then when I got on the plane, I just didn't feel good about it. Oh, you mean you didn't feel good about it as you saw social media blowing up with pictures of you in the airport with this there giant fast There you go. There you go. Never coming back? Yep, there you go. That's it. And But see, the thing is, the thing he said that blew my mind was, I was just trying to be a good dad. Because the because the because uh, one of the reporters that was interviewing him asked him almost the same question you just said. And so he just, he didn't even think about it. That's the scary part for me. He didn't even think about it. He was like, you know, I was just trying to be a good dad. I was like, wow. <laughs> I, mean, I couldn't he, believe that, man. He's he's pan, he's pandering to his base. And he's throwing his, his, his daughters under the bus all at the same time. So, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't believe it. But then I could. It's Ted Cruz, man. It, exactly. N- nothing surprises me about so this dude went on in into super dad mode yes when when his daughter and his friends were going to cancun but when the president was dissing your wife yeah. and your dad that nothing. was I right. exactly nothing and and Man, rode who, hard rode hard for somebody to call your wife ugly in a public and, and publicly really i promise you if somebody calls my wife ugly publicly it's going to be a problem so i'm just saying Never, there's never going to be a place where we can exist where hands are not going to be thrown, or something, <laughs> or something won't be thrown. I'm not going to waste my bad knee on that guy. I'll just throw a pick up a phone and throw it at him. The bottom line is, like you said, he the biggest bee in the room because somebody just tried to dismantle your family in public, and you did nothing. And in fact, your response was to support him in a way in which we've never seen. I'm like, okay. If that's what we do, double down on it. Yes. And, and look, this ain't just me hating Ted Cruz, which I don't like him as a person, spirit, 
being I don't even like his name. Well, his name's Raphael to start, so. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For starters, let's just throw that out there. His name is not Ted or Theodore. It's Raphael. But, I mean, this, you know what? Ted Cruz actually could have, you know, I, I wouldn't even put him on the whose man's is this list. If Ted Cruz would have kept it 100 with us. If, if he'd have got interviewed, hey, what you doing? Bro, it's cold in Texas. And I got money. <laughs> exactly. So I ain't gonna stay here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, like, look, I can't, I can't get your power turned back on. I don't know how to work no poles. Exactly. I don't know how to, I don't know how to get these pipes thawed out. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what Elsa is. I can't build no snowman. <laughs> like nothing. I can't, I can't do nothing. I can't sing a song. Nothing. So, and then, I got to be frozen cool. then, with y'all. Yeah. And then he say, ended it by saying, "Let it go." So, yeah, he could just be like, "Yeah." So I let it go. There, yeah. And I went to Cancun and kicked it. Exactly. It was warm outside. I see y'all up here frozen and I'm in some shorts. You know what I'm saying? I'm in some khaki shorts and a Hawaiian mm. shirt tucked in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, man, I, I totally agree. If somebody would get up there and say something that was the truth and just moved on. But I mean, he, don't, he don't get me wrong. There'd be some people that'd be mad at it, but like, in all honesty, Anybody who has money who lives in Texas ain't still in Texas. No. When no. that power went out and them things were froze, they were like, hey, wrap it up. Let's exactly. go. We'll be back. Exactly. But We'll be back to do that insurance claim later. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing I can do here now. <laughs> so, I, so look, I wouldn't even be mad at him if he was just like, yo, man, it was cold, bro. And I live in Texas because I don't like cold. True, because so, he's, he's from Canada. Yeah, so, so I, I get just, that. So he's like, yo, I just felt like, you know what? If the cold made its way to Texas, that was just me. I needed to go down and investigate this wall that we were supposed to be building in Mexico. All 16 miles of it. Yeah, you know, I, I just, I, I figured that I would go do some, you know, insider investigation on this wall. And I come back, you know, when things thawed out a bit. I mean, when things, you know, got back, you know, to a little sense of normalcy. <laughs> Not going to happen. Yeah, man. So I don't. Because what you what you what you wanted to say was you wanted to be able to respect the dude while you was mad, but I you just, can't do it because he didn't do anything respectable. See, the thing is, I don't want to be able to respect him. I just don't want to have so much disrespect in my heart for this dude. Are they the same but, thing? Or no, is that different? man. It, there's a difference, man. Like I cannot like somebody. There's plenty of people I don't like. Okay. But they can walk by me on the street. And I'm just be like, I don't like him, so I ain't gonna say nothing to him. Right. I mean, but the problem is, the greater your level of disrespect for another individual is, the more likely you are to say something disrespectful to them. I get that. I get so, that. So, like, if Ted Cruz was walking by me right now and waved to me, I might just be like, F you. I don't even know this dude. I might just be like, F you and everything you stand for. I get that. <laughs> uh, I get that. So I, I, don't, I would agree. I don't, and I don't want to live in that space. I want to live in a space where I can just look at Ted Cruz and just be like, you're a piece of shit. But I ain't going to talk to you. I just I ain't going to mess with you. But I can't. Like, I have so much disdainment and such a lack of respect for him. Like, that if I saw him with his family, I would go apologize to his family. I'm sorry y'all got to deal with this B all the time. <laughs> and I'd look at his wife and I'd be like, I hope he makes enough money to overcompensate for all his bitch assness. Way, way back up. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, that was good. He said, bitch assness. I gotta use that one. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Can we get shirts made? Bitch assness. That was good. Okay. I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I understand what you mean, man, but it's like, it is what it is. There are certain people that you will encounter, whether it's on a personal level or somebody you see on television or whatever it is from a distance. Some people are just what you say they are. And it is what it is. And it's just like you can either like let that weight, you know, drag you down <laughs> or you can keep it moving. But Every I do time understand they you. mention Ted Cruz on TV. When they say his name my soul stirs up because I'm like, what? Is, like, every time they say his name, I feel like a piece of my soul goes, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I, they ain't even got to say what the story is yet. They said, Ted, this motherfucker. Well, wait a minute. Man, it gotta be a, you can't even let the story get out. Come on, man. I mean. Okay. okay. As long as I've been relatively moderately interested in politics there has never been a sentence that started with ted cruz okay and ended in something that didn't make me think he was a bitch understood that's fair I, so never so every time i hear his name i'm just like god whose man's is this and why do we keep letting him up in the room man like he's a senator bro i i just don't know how i got there but he's a senator he, he, i mean you say it all the time man respect the hustle look I can't even respect the hustle, man. Wow, like, come on. You got to do that, I can't man. respect this hustle, man. No, like, man, he's a, man. He is a senator that wasn't even born here, bro. He, he is. I mean, but look, man, no disrespect to Texas. But like the fact that y'all vouch for this dude in some capacity, I don't ever want to go there. No, you can't. That's not I, fair, I've man. Texas, I've been to Texas twice. Okay. And both of those times was before I knew about the existence of this dude named Ted Cruz. <laughs> dude, now it's, it's I'm just like, Texas, yo, man, man, I can't, I can't go to no space in which this dude can walk the streets <laughs> and people not want to fight him. It, it's the same Texas, man. Because the fifty, I mean, say, I'm, all hear me out. Fifty-three percent of the people probably feel like you. Forty-seven, which is that's a close number. They feel like that's their due. I'm just saying, but but you also have to mention, you have to consider 53% of the people feel like you. It's the same Texas it was when you were there. You see, I don't know if 53% feel that way about Ted Cruz because if 53% felt that way, they would constantly be at war with the other 47%. <laughs> I, believe, I believe that maybe 25% feel like that. And I feel like other 25% are yelling out whose man's is this because they want somebody to be able to vouch for them. Well, like when you hear somebody say whose man's is this, they just want somebody with some credibility to be able to vouch for whatever this idiot's doing. That's true. But uh, <laughs> but also really, I'll say I'll say a great percentage of the 53 feel like you and more percentage of, than you know of the 47 feel like you. Let's say that. Okay. Th that might be fair, but I need that percentage to like be louder but i'm sure but see that's the thing that's what we we're talking about earlier when you have a platform this dude is a he, he is a united states senator he's got the biggest platform of it all of them all and i'm telling you right now man everybody in texas don't feel that way man we live in a world where we spent eight minutes talking about titty milk 
because trans people feel excluded by the term <laughs> breast milk. And you mean to tell me that I can't find some other platform that has at least one article that's like F. Ted Cruz? I can't get one NWA F. Ted Cruz moment? I, I be scouring the internet, man. I don't ever see it. Man, it's there, man. <laughs> I think I think you, I think that you, I think that your ire is just like clouding your vision. It's there, man. I'm telling you. And you know what? I might be having a Ruben hate moment right now. You are. You are deep, when, man. When, when it comes to Ted Cruz, <laughs> I won't even deny it, man. I got a lot of hate in my heart for that dude. I can tell. I, I don't hate him because I don't know him, but I also don't want to know him <laughs> because nothing about him suggests that he's worthy of knowing. I will agree, but it's like, dude, you are so upset. <laughs> Man, when I go to bed, I ain't think about that dude. I don't think about but, that dude till I hear him. That's the thing. I don't think about him till I hear him either. But I'm always hearing stupid shit about him. Because <laughs> he always doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want him to stop. Like, I just need them. Like, I almost want to call Don Lemon. Chris Cuomo, Anderson Cooper, all the people on MSNBC and just be like, yo, man, just do the world a favor. Don't talk about Ted Cruz. They, they wouldn't have anything to talk about, man. Like, look, Fox News got him covered. Like, we don't need, they don't need any help. Just just let them have him. Not going to happen. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, bro. It's not going to happen. I ain't going to sit here and lie to you. <laughs> It's not gonna, you're gonna hear about Ted Cruz a day, not every day, a day. So, I'm especially until this whole Texas thing blows over and they get their electricity back. Man, I'm telling you, it's gonna be bad. So, just buckle up, brother. Man, when I hear about Ted Cruz, I miss Donald Trump. Wow. I don't, I, mean, I don't, be, wow. Me and you have talked about at least, at least Donald, Donald Trump doubled down on his. He you know what I'm yeah, saying? He doubled yeah. down on his. He, he, yeah, I respect this also in a, in a big way. You're right. Like, Donald Trump will never stab me in the back because I know it's coming. Exactly. He may as well stab you in the, in the front <laughs> because you already know. But actually, I got to disagree with you a little bit because you do know Ted Cruz. You do know that dude. So you already know. Yeah, but he don't be real about himself. But you it, already it, know it, he. It, it, but I mean, is it a problem if you know somebody ain't real? Is it no, a real? No, no, is no. it really a problem? No, no, it ain't. It ain't a problem because I mean, I know both of them either way. Well, I don't know either one of them personally, but I also know I don't want to. Right. But with Ted Cruz, like, I don't want him to lie about it no more, man. I just want him to come out. <laughs> you want some, man? I just no, want him man. to come out. Christmas is on the 25th, man. It ain't never going to be on the 26th, ever. I just, I just, I just want him to come out. No. Man. That's it. No. No. It's just not going to happen, man. I'm sorry. He had, he had a moment, man. He could have just been like, it's cold in Texas, so I went to Cancun. Yes. Yes. I'm, I came back to Texas because y'all muggers <laughs> wouldn't let me be in Cancun in peace. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, if he'd have said it, I'd have had much respect for him. But I promise you, he is never going to say that. He should have been like, apparently, y'all think I'm a plumber or electrician or something, but I'm not. I'm a senator that lets the ex-president talk shit about my family. So what did y'all think I was going to do? Look, y'all are better for me not being in Texas, because all I can do is F it up. <laughs> it is as funny as that is and as reasonable as that request is, not going to happen. I'm sorry. I mean, we can move on. Because yeah, ain't, ain't nothing going to change. Besides yes, your blood pressure going to change, but ain't nothing else besides that going to change. No, nah, man, I'm good, man. I'm good. You I'm sure? Good. Yeah. I mean, you, you, look, I mean you, you turn red. That's whatever, man. I'm already red, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
I'm already red. Because, <laughs> man, you, you, you went down a rabbit hole on that one, man. You, you're right, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm making you sure, you okay? it difficult, man. You okay? Yeah, let's let's talk about something that people like here, like the My Five, because <laughs> don't nobody want to hear me spit out all this realness about Ted Cruz. <laughs> is that what it is, realness? You know, I'm not even talking. I'm not calling him Ted no more, man. It's Raphael. Okay, I'll accept that. I'm not going to talk about Raphael no more. I'm not going to talk about that Canadian. <laughs> you got to respect the hustle, man. That was, I mean, how can people want to Canada end up a U.S. Senator, man? I'm just saying. Well, folks, we are at the My Five. Apparently, y'all like it. We like doing it. I'm going to start out first. Moby's going to come with his last. So, the My Five this week, we're going to talk about the five favorite meals that our mothers cooked for us when we were kids and not not being sexist maybe maybe one of y'all have a dad that cooked the meal but we talking about our moms yes we are talking about moms i'm not going to make this parents we are talking about moms y'all can be mad at me if you want to and in fact i'm so surprised that no one's gotten mad at me yet but we'll find i'm sure i'll have my day anyway so that's the my five this week y'all so i'm gonna start out and go from um i don't have any particular order because all of it was good so, number one, potato salad. My mom didn't make, uh, <laughs> there were no raisins in hers, no grapes either. <laughs> she, ain't, but, she ain't used no miracle whip, did she? It, no, she, she went out, she got Duke. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes she would get helmets, I will say that. But she, she had a Duke, she had Dukes and she used French's mustard. So she was a, I think she's a little heavy on the mustard because her stuff was uh, more yellow than white. But uh, yeah, she made sure. And I think the thing I appreciate as I tasted, you know, went along in life and tasted thing, t- tasted other people's uh, potato salad was her potatoes were cooked really soft. So everything was kind of had a really soft consistency. I've heard, I have had potato salad where the potatoes are a little hard. And I was like, mm, I know I like that. So her potato salad was pretty good. Um, roast beef mashed potatoes and I'll tell you why that's important to me because I never really understood how good mashed potatoes taste until red meat juice go over and see mashed potatoes you gotta have just a little bit of that juice oh my god this heaven bro I was like oh cause I had it and you know it was juice and everything the, you know juice was running through the plate and it was just running down and so I took a spoonful of uh, mashed potatoes one time. I was like, "Oh my god!" It was all over but crying. And I put the mashed, I put the mashed potatoes on top of the roast beef and went to town. Best meal ever. Um, I'm sure everybody, everybody, well, not everybody, but y'all understand her mac and cheese was off the chain. I have not been able to duplicate. It. I've come close, but when she died, she took something with her. Her mac and cheese was off the hook, and it was consistent. She died when I was 45. It always tasted the same. It, it never deviated. It was good when I was five. It was good when I was 45. So for 40 years, she killed it. And I can always tell my, I, I got it. Like I said, I got close, but I could never really get it right. And I should have really cooked it with her one time so I could do it. But yo, her mac and cheese was like righteous. Sweet potato pie. Sweet mm. potato pie. Now, I love Patti LaBelle as an artist. And I'm going to presume that her 
sweet potato pie maybe got watered down in the manufacturing process because it's mass produced. Actually, I saw it today when I went to Walmart. But she ain't got nothing on Ann Riddick. I'm just letting you know. I mean, my mama couldn't sing like Patty, but yo, I don't care. She could do that pie. And I could eat... Because we had a big family, and she would do things in seasons. Like, uh, we, had a, we had a big family, and our stuff was like... Our big holidays were Thanksgiving and, and um, Christmas. So she had a habit of making like 10 pies at a time twice a year. So it was always pies... And yo, again, consistent. They never changed. But the cool part was when I went to do it with her one time, I'm looking for a sheet that she goes by. And she's like, no, baby, I eyeball this. You got to watch me. But she had consistency for 40 years. I'm just letting you know it was off the hook. So And it was limited edition because like you said, she make it all the time. No, it was it was 20, about 20, 25 pies a, a year. She would take more exclusive than the McRib. Right. <laughs> Except her stuff was real. Because <laughs> she, would, she would take about like five per holiday to put out for dinner for the family or take to um, the gathering, wherever it was. And then she'd leave the rest for us. She would freeze them, maybe take one out every once in a while, depending. So we had basically 10 pies that belonged to us a year. And yo, when she thawed them things, actually it was really good when it was just thawed enough. Yo, just saying. So that's mine, man. Um, yeah, sweet potato pie, roast beef, mashed potatoes, potato salad, mac and cheese. Yeah, my mom killed it, bro. That's what's up. What you yeah, got? Man. So the honorable mention is something that I don't even like. Like, I'm not a big dessert eater, but like people pay my mom to make cheesecake. And, yeah, I hear like, that. And, and, and people like when they come to any gathering, like everybody, there are two things that people want to know. One of them is that she making cheesecake yep like I, I got friends that only come to see me at her house because she making cheesecake so i don't even know if they really friends they ain't your friends <laughs> they, 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 they just really really good manipulating associates of mine wow and manipulating that's right. associates that's right. <laughs> and that's all right man i respect it because that cheesecake look i don't really eat a lot of cheesecake and i eat it and i'm like yeah it's good because i don't even like cheesecake so if i eat it it must be good but and people people love it so that's not even on my list but the other thing that they asked for is her baked beans with the ground beef in it i know okay. we talked about it yeah saw about it last week i was no i thought that would come up i'm telling you i don't know what it is that she puts in it other than love i can't duplicate it i've watched her make it i've made it with her well, well what did you, tell us what the ingredients are what are the no, ingredients I'm not, I'm not doing all that i'm not doing all that I mean, because the thing is, it's not even super complicated, man. She, all right, here's one thing that she does that I know a lot of people think is weird. When she makes her ground beef okay. to cook in it, she makes the ground beef with, you know, she puts, there's going to be natural oil from the pan when you start to make the ground beef. Right. When it starts to get oil in it, she puts brown sugar in the ground beef. Ooh, nice. And then so the ground beef simmers in the in right. the brown sugar. Okay. And then she adds it to the baked beans, where she might you know put some bacon in it. She might sometimes she puts a little sausage, but like she really don't do a lot. Like it, it, it's 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 so simple, but I I can't I can't get the consistency right. So what are you missing? Are you missing the salt? Or are you missing the sugar? I, I don't know if I, I think I'm missing a little bit of the sugar because like the consistency of mine always comes out a little darker and heavier where hers is still light do you However, let, do you do you let the sugar uh do you, do you keep the sugar in the pan too long 
I think that might be it, or I think it might be that I actually overcooked the beans. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So when she's, oh, so you're saying that she drains off the, wait a minute, I'm confused. So she makes the ground beef. Right. She has, she puts the brown sugar in as the oils in it, and she stirs up mixes and she literally cooks the moisture out of that. And then she adds that to her beans that are already simmering that she's put oh, a little seasoning okay. to it. So she adds it to, so she doesn't actually put brown sugar or anything in the actual beans. But the meat already has the brown sugar. So yes. I, you know, kind of, okay. So it's almost like a brown sugar brine. Yeah. For real. So and you're saying yours comes out too dark. It comes out too dark. And I don't I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I mean, she ain't telling you. I mean She always says it tastes fine, but I'm just like, I mean, you ain't got a lot of me. I mean Well, when she said it tastes fine, that is a lie. Because she's like, Yeah, it tastes fine, but it ain't me. And she but she know that. She know that. She know it ain't hers. But you know what? She wants it. She wants that. She's never gonna t- there's something that she's doing that she ain't never gonna tell me. Because look, that's she harsh, wants, man. She, that is so she, harsh. She wants to be needed, like she, because like she probably feels like, well, if I, if I tell him, he ain't gonna need me for this cookout no more. But you're and the she, mom. You always need your mom. That's true, but she right about that. Like <laughs> she, she right about that. Like I won't need her for them beans. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. At least you told the truth. You one hundred. Yeah. You are not Ted Cruz. No, nah, I ain't gonna lie to her. She, she know. Like, if I don't need it for them beans, like she can come over a little later, and that way she ain't got to be all up in my business about everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's so that's one. The other thing is chicken and dumplings. Oh like, my goodness, your mom makes a really good chicken chicken and dumplings. The, the homemade everything from oh. scratch. Even the dumplings are from scratch. Yes, yo. even the dumplings from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's a lot of work. Yeah, and how I mean, is, is that like an all day thing for her or a couple hours? That's not all day. Hours. I couldn't do it in two hours. Wow. Yeah, man. Just, I mean, making making the dumpling part takes a couple hours. Everything else is just yeah, yeah. Once pie. you get past so, that, Jackson Five. I mean, the Jackson Five at the beginning, for the most part, except for a couple songs, was kind of meant for children. Uh, my personal opinion, like ABC. Family family friendly music yeah like abc like i listened to that abc you know that was cool but parliament when i heard flashlight it just you know when you're five or six man that takes you to a different oh what's what they talking about you know um in the 80s so i've come to grips with this one fact that i've denied myself for years i actually like 80s music because every time i turn around and I listen to, I might listen to one thing on the '80s music. Oh, I like that. And then it started to come more and more. And I was like, you, you spiral, what? man. You just spiral. Yeah. Man. And, and after a while, I just came to a thing with Ruben. You like '80s music? It's it an underrated decade. It's an it underrated hurt. decade, man. But it hurts my heart, <laughs> man. Because I used to talk mad junk about '80s music. I mean, like because it's easy junk. to. Because it's easy to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm putting it on blast. I like '80s music. Um, so I didn't really get into rock and roll music or with all that stuff until I heard my first song, which is very embarrassing. When I heard Warren's Cherry Pie, it's I was like, song. "What's so embarrassing about that?" I mean, no, it's I mean, I think it's a good song. I mean, the lyrics are pretty much almost like WAP, but you know, that's my first experience into that world. You know. Because let's be real, we all know what Cherry Pie they talking about. So 
I mean, you know, that was that was new to me. And I was like, okay. And as I tried to figure out what they were talking about, I was like, oh, that's what they're talking about. But, you know, um, I appreciate the wording that they use without coming out and, say, and just basically saying it. The video came out and said it. But, you know, the, the lyrics didn't really come out and say it as much. Um, then, of course, um, NWA, F the police. I mean, you know, I think I've told the story before. Basically, that's when I when I first heard NWA, me and my friends would trade tapes. I would record the tape on my dad's joint and give it back the next day, you know, and stuff like that. And that's how I heard. Dubbing. Of, yeah, dubbing, man. <laughs> Hey, that, that, that's a slang term these kids don't understand nah. you gonna dub you gonna nah. dub that for me man. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even understand what a cassette tape is bro oh, yeah i mean you because you always had that one kid in your grade who would get all this cool all the stuff. stuff like yo you yep. gotta dub that for me bro oh yo man let me get that for one night man i'll get back to you tomorrow all right and you know that sort of thing man and that's how i got my music you know for real all my music i wasn't supposed to have and this is when I, not another reason why I love my parents. My parents were pretty much like, you can listen to whatever you want to listen to as long as your door is closed and it's not loud where I can hear in the other room. Headphones. That's all I need to hear. Hey, that's before headphones, bro. But yeah. And then when I got my set of headphones, it was over. That's how I listened to the whole first Chronic album right there. Ah. Somebody, somebody dubbed that for me. Oh, you're talking about a game changer. That changed a lot, too. That, yeah. How did that stay yeah. off my list? Anyway. Hey, um, Ain't Nothing But A G Thing was like my next, like the, the next song out, man. You know, I was going to put Dr. Dre up here, but I thought it was a little too cliche. How um, can it be cliche if it affected you? Eh, I, I, I would say it, it didn't affect me as much as it probably affected everybody else because I was already in that NWA life anyway. So I was that didn't do. Oh, you, I mean, you was out here in these streets saying after police. <laughs> man, I was like after police. I was like straight out of Petersburg. You had a fat, you had a fat girl on your job. Hey. <laughs> you know, I was really going to finish that statement. You know what? Moby gonna get a talking to for that. I'm just saying, man. I almost got the harpoon gun. <laughs> See, both of y'all gonna get talked to now. Yeah, sorry, mom. Um, so I, you know, <laughs> then another phase in my life, Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit. Yo, it's groundbreaking. About, that was a game changer, about, man. You talking about blow? But you know what? Here's the thing about that: a lot of people didn't know. Nirvana was the first album or cassette or whatever you want to do that had a hidden track in it. If you listen to all the way, there's like a 50 minute, like nothing, in the in in the CD, the cassette, whatever. There's one more song at the end of it. That's not Blue. true. What? That's not true. They're not the first person people to do that. It's not I the thought they person. were. No, who was the first person? Dave Matthews did that in one of his records. And that uh, was no, way before listen. them. What? No, like, you, you know what? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. But yo, between that. And honestly, that wasn't the al- that wasn't the track on the album that I loved the most. It's called Territorial Pissings. It's like a minute and a half of straight, fast music. It's awesome. Listen to it if you haven't. I'd check and, that out. Yeah. Territorial Pissings, man. It's great. And then the last one. I don't know, man. It was just so cool 
Like, I could have picked a lot of other cool songs, but yo, Souls of Mischief, 93 to Infinity, bruh. Yo. That, that changed my life, yo, man. Yo, that's, that's a track right there, man. <laughs> there was a one-hit wonder, but yeah. that track changed my life. And what's it called it was, again? It's 93 called, Till Infinity, man. My Souls okay, I gotta listen to that now. Yo, yo it's a hot track. Wait a minute, who did it? Souls, Souls of Mischief. Mischief. Souls of Mischief. See, okay. I knew I knew I could get somebody with that. Yo, that track, it just crushed it, man. Yo, that's a, that's a, yo, I, that's a dope track. Like I, I, I still listen to that. It's on, it's it's on my Spotify list right it's now. It's on mine too. <laughs> yo, man, it's like it is just so cool. And these dudes are just talking about a whole bunch of everything. And they talking about Oakland. They basically just talking yeah. about the day in Oakland, man. That's it. But it's so <laughs> it's like because don't get it twisted. I love tribe. And I love all that. And I almost put Tribe on my list, but I was like, yo, 93 to Infinity, they will never be known for anything else other than that. And that is, oh, if that's what you're known for, I ain't mad at you because 93 to Infinity is so dope. It's almost like, it's almost like they. I just always they, wanted to be one of the dudes at the end of that song where they said he was chilling. Like, yo, <laughs> you know, he, he know he's still chilling. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish they would have called my name out. I'd be like, yeah! <laughs> you know, and um, and like, I feel like they took Ice Cube's um, A Good Day and just like remixed it for themselves. And it was just so, I don't know. Because I feel like you expect something crazy to happen and it just doesn't. It's just, it's just chilling. So, I mean, I forgot what song they sampled from. It's like a jazz song that yeah. they sampled over it. Oh, so dope, man. Yeah, AG, once you hear that, man, it's going to change your life. I hear you. I will. 932 Infinity. I'm going to check it out. We're going to work. Yep. You're going to listen to that thing like three times in a row. It's a classic, man. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's a straight up I mean, classic. is it a classic like Pinky Ring? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a classic. Pinky Ring, that's my song right there. But I, hey, I mean, and, and literally, I can't think of another song Souls of Mischief made. But I really, and did. I, I know, no, I'm pretty they sure had it, album. They, they had, had an album. album, but like, I just, <sighs> I think that's the only video they came out with. And I don't know of them having a second song of anything. They could have, but it won't anywhere close to 93 till infinity. And the other, the last one I'll, I'll drop, I'll drop this nugget of classic on you that if you haven't heard, you need the DOC. Oh, I love that guy. Yep. I'm, so, album, I'm sorry he lost his voice, but I love that dude. It was good. Yo, that that CD, Fire. I remember when I bought that CD, it cost me $18. Ouch. When CDs were like 12 that's how much of a classic it was. It was like, you paying top dollar for this, son. I still own that CD. The DOC. Mm. Yeah, I agree. All right. Moby, you look like you ain't never heard of DOC before. What are you talking about, man? Yeah, I've heard of DOC, man. Come on, man. Just making sure, man. Just making sure. All right. So, AG, what else is on your mind, brother? Well, this is a message to my partially, partially black people. Whether you're on Oprah or with your oh, friends. Oh, 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 stop. What, what, what? Can you define partially black people? Yeah, black people that have lots of ethnicity to them, but but they're, you know, they're dominantly black. You know what I'm okay. talking about? Nah, I'm, I'm lost. Tiger Woods? So they're mixed, but they're mostly black. 
Ass. But they're predominantly identified as black. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. All right, I'm yep. good now. Okay. <laughs> so whether you're on Oprah, and that's that's a shout out to Tiger Woods, or you're with your friends, if you have any black in you, the world sees you as such. The world will not recognize you in any other way. They might recognize your heritage, but the best they're going to do for you is call you a mutt. So you can answer any way you want to. But if you have a lot of ethnicity in you and you're black, even if you're a percentage point, you black. That's how the world will see you. So just don't be shocked and get your feelings hurt when the world treats you as such. That's what I got. All right. (laughs) I mean, what don't you understand? Nah, nah, I, I understand. And, and really, all of this was brought on by that whole Tiger Woods thing, which reminded me. That's funny, Moco Cowboy. I just that's funny. Yeah, I saw that. Because <laughs> Oprah just asked to do. Oh, that's just that's so that's so cold blooded. Just so that's so checked. Up. Anyway, <laughs> as I spent a whole dialogue about how I'm <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, because that's I mean, what, Oprah just asked to do. Oprah asked to do straight up, or, you know, which I understand why she was doing it because people were kind of talking about it. And he was like, know. he went on to name a whole lot of things and then summed it up with a name that I don't recall right now. And it's just like, okay, well, we're not black. Do I understand why black people are upset about that? Sure. But the idea in his particular case, and you know, especially you black, if Nike played a black car for you, that was your introduction to the world. Nike playing purposely playing the black card and it's just like and that's fair to me because no matter where you go you're still going to be the first black whatever you're not going to be the first all the other things that you named you're going to be the first black whatever and that's all I'm saying and when the police chase you you're still going to be the the black suspect exactly <laughs> you know how cool would this world be if nobody asked what race you are it would be cool but it's never going to happen Oh, I didn't say it was going to happen. I'm just saying that it would be cool. So anyway, I mean, that's my thing. Well, all right. All right, Moby. <laughs> just say Moby. <laughs> Moco got your ass. <laughs> yeah. Just say it. Just say it. I mean, that's cool, Moco. I got you. You're right. Um, Shout out to Moco. You you ain't no different than anyone else who questions um, my blackness due to my um, limited pigmentation and freckles and red hair, but yeah, yeah, they, they made black gingers. Apparently, I'm I'm proof. I mean, they could have just called you the redheaded kingpin. That'd have been way too many words for, for no reason. Just just call me black. I'm cool. Light skin. I, I'm cool with light skin. I mean, red but, bone. I mean, you know, big red. You know, I don't I don't care. Actually, big red's pretty good. That's like <laughs> big red's a gum. No, actually, Big Red is uh, the character in uh, the Five Heartbeats. My it's office hours are from nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew a quote wow. was coming. I knew a quote was coming. Wow, <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies of all time, man. <laughs> God. All right, man. Last thing on my well, what's on my mind is um to all you um let's say newfound uppity people who um now have a problem with um i don't know wet ass pussy being on the grammys and 
and these women basically sexualizing themselves and now they're a part of the downfall of society i would love to support your um your fight for morale but um yeah if you ever were listening to just put it in your mouth if you ever if you ever ever bump slob on my knob if you ever ever listen to um female dogs ain't nothing but hoes and tricks if you <laughs> just, just, just miss me with your newfound morality like like it, it can't work both ways now you can want people to do better you can have growth hey you missed one you missed one I, I, this i was working at camp so that was cool you know being outside all day as hot as it was and stuff like that it was better than being inside doing nothing you know because i right now i can do nothing with the best of them but back then i mean you gotta have the energy to do nothing back then and i didn't i'd rather just be outside and just did nothing or i hung out with the kids man so that was cool um i will say now not in this job right here but i would say i would say somewhere around 20 years ago uh maybe 10 years ago I was working in a store and the summer I hated the summer I worked in a location because you can't go nowhere. So you get to see everybody outside in summer attire and you stuck with a pair of slacks, a shirt and responsibilities for eight hours. You know, a job. So that sucks. At least now my current job, I'm not trapped inside. The worst place I'm trapped is inside my car. That's because I'm driving different spots. So that's cool. Um, you know, I would also say for those who lived in the country, I mean, and we've talked about this before, man, the neighborhood, the neighborhood stove, man. I used, I used to love the neighborhood stove, you know, when I, because my parents would send me to the country for the summer. Hey. Hey, let's go get some candy at the neighborhood store. Not store, the store. And, you know, one store was like not even a quarter mile away. And the other store, you got to get a ride there. But, hey, you going to, you going to the gas station? Yeah. Hey, I want a ride so I can go to the store. So that was dope back in the day. Um, that, that penny candy, boy. Yeah, That's boy. That's right. You Andrew, going there with Andrew's Groceries in Petersburg. And I had a dollar and lived like a king. I know, right? <laughs> you thought you were paid. And you walk out with pockets full of candy. Pets, I get $2. Get all them penny candies going to the stop sign and be slinging that stuff out like I was Nino Brown. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, KBI go 25. Hop in the back of the truck. No seatbelts. That's right. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Grand the most dangerous crap Ford, ever. Boy. Oh, man. Just sitting in the back of a pickup truck. No protection. <laughs> if you hit that bump, you better be holding on to something. Bazooka Joe's, Nihilators. What else I like? Twix bars. Um, what was that? Um, that nutter butter? Nutter honey. Nutter honey. Nut oh honey. No. That was penny candy. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah those. I never like. I didn't. I wasn't a big peanut butter fan, but I know what you're talking about. Though. Yeah, I mean they had all sorts of stuff back in the day. Um. Man, like I, I didn't really eat a lot of candy like that when I was a kid. I got the candy for loyalty. 
No, but so hold on, man. That's how I kept my squad down with me. Can we, can we yeah. go? <laughs> but we, need to, we need to go back to the statement. Moco Cowboy asked what penny candy was? Did he ask what it was? Yes. That's a question mark. <laughs> Here. You're getting this a gas a face mark. right now, Moco Cowboy. You're getting a gas face. Right. What, what, go to penny candy. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Man. First, first of all, if you don't know what penny candy is, I feel like you just, you know, you just didn't have a good life. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, you just didn't have a good life, man. Wow, that's so messed up. Oh, what's your go-to penny candy? Oh. I don't know what my go-to penny candy is. Um, Yo, like man. I said, I want my go-to penny candy was whatever my peoples was liking because, like, it won't really for me. I mean, Jolly Ranchers were dope. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, catch, I didn't catch that until <laughs> later in life. But Jolly Ranchers are good, though. Yeah. But them Nihilators, um, man, I used to get the get, get stuck all in your teeth and whatnot. Nihilators were awesome. I used to like those edible tubes that had like the um it was like it looked like it was um uh, juice in it. I don't know what I used to like about it. That was like I, the only candy I would eat. I know what you're talking about. Those things are nasty. And I'm old school, man. I actually like licorice, so you know. Oh, you and my wife would get along. So I actually like licorice, man. I Not mean, th- th- there's people who there's people who hate licorice, and then there are people who know better. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> little bigotry there. little bigotry there. <laughs> Wait, hello, we got a candy snob in the house. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, bubble yum. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, oh I, remember, okay. I remember getting the baseball the, the baseball gum. That you beat me to like, it. I love that stuff. Yeah. Me pack it, man. Like, well, like I mean, but was, wasn't that promoting like later in life having tobacco? It was, it was, tobacco. was, promote, it was promoting tobacco. Yeah, but it was so cool you, to have that wad of gum in your mouth, man. Yep. Yeah, when you play baseball or or whatever, you had that in your mouth, and then when you and got older, you I changed that tobacco. Exactly, because I know and I had. I went to practice Actually, with that no, one time. not everybody changed it to ba- to tobacco. Some people switched to sunflower seeds because yeah, I understand as that. I got older, the sunflower seeds at baseball game was kind of like a rite of passage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right but some part. people still want the tobacco. The big league chew, that's what it was. And then that's it. Bazooka Joe. Yep, good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess the, the last thing. Oh, Tussie Rolls. Oh, how do I forget that? Tussie Rolls are disgusting. Ooh, what? Oh, yeah, we had this conversation before. I'm not even yeah. I'm not even messing with you right now. Whatever. Yeah, okay, let's move there. You'll be old. all right. Let me see that. I got some bigotry, too. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. So, and I guess the other, the last thing I had, um, as far as what's different now and stuff like that it's like in the i don't know as far as the summer like we used to i live you know my grandma lived on a farm so you know we would play with some of the you know chickens and stuff like we would make arrows like green arrow stuff and we would go around shooting the chickens you know we put like ropes on them or whatever and just try to catch the chickens you know, it's stuff you do when you got nothing else going on. I know it's sad, right? <laughs> really I'm just, I'm just saying, like that was some country stuff. Man. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta make your own stuff up, man. Well, they were gonna I be know, dinner that night anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm from, I lived in Savannah, Georgia, but as I've described to you a lot of times, Ruben, there's a difference between country and southern. I am southern. Yeah, that, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> more I mean, snobbery. Hey, more snobbery. That's no, right. that's, not, that's not even snobbery. Like, He's like right I, got about fa- that. I got family that was out in the country, but like when I was there, I was an outsider, and I, I was well aware of that. Like, I'm from the south, not country. There is a difference. Yeah. 
like black yeah, people okay. and tickers. <laughs> I mean, we said ticker. We ain't said ticker in a minute. So now we said ticker two, last two week. Weeks. We said ticker last week. I did the show. It was so funny. Oh yeah, yeah, you did say it. Because she was late. Because she said somebody was. Yeah, she said somebody was the realest ticket in the room. I was. I lost it. Man, so why you always bringing up old stuff? Right? It, uh, KBI go twenty five. Tiggers are. Tiggers are not. Tiggers are not good. Not at all. Those things suck. Ass. So, all right. Ag, what yes, else sir. on your mind, bro? You know what else is on my mind, y'all? Too. I want to let y'all know this experience doing this podcast has been more than priceless for me. I have uh, gained new relationships and fortified old ones. I have experienced some things that have helped me make some money. I've gotten better at this craft, and all of it is because of y'all too, especially you, Ruben. So I appreciate y'all. I do, I do. That's what's on my mind. Oh, man, I thought you were about to say something, but I'm leaving. I was like, what? No, why well, gotta be leaving, man? Hey, I mean, man, it did sound like it did sound like a retirement party. Yeah, I'm about to say, but yeah. you about to retire, or you about to ask for some more money? Oh, that's <laughs> wait, wait. How can you ask for more money when ain't nobody paying you to start with? See, stop well, it. Then anything will be mo. Oh, you know what? Oh, <laughs> all right, Mo B. What's on your mind, bro? Um. NBA playoffs is that magical time of year where I try to pretend to actually be following the NBA. Um, pretend? I thought you were watching. Look, man, I am watching, but like, I gotta just admit that the older I get, the less of an actual sports fan I become, and it's just because I ain't got the time. Like, it's just, it's so much sports to be consumed. So when I watch the NBA, th- this is the time of year where I start to see players that I didn't even know were still in the league. And I'm well, just like, yo, when'd you start playing for that team? Even though he's been there for two seasons. Like, so the NBA playoffs, man, it's like where I can get reacquainted with being a basketball fan because at the end of the day, like out of all the sports that I like to actually participate in, like basketball has always been my favorite sport to participate in. Um, I just wasn't built like a basketball player, so... And I wasn't blessed with great athleticism, so I, I chose a violent sport to go to college and play. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm just saying, like, look, I, and Ruben, you gave me a look. I have athleticism, but I don't have, like, skinny people basketball athleticism. I have, like, oh, snap, you big and can move athleticism. So that's more suited for football. So this is the time of year where I can, like, re-fall in love with basketball, and it's... I actually have something to root for, so, you know, ATL, because they just, um, you know, my playoff team won. I don't know about Rubens, but. Wow. Yeah. Look, I don't, get, I don't get to say it that often, because, like, typically, as a Hawks fan, ain't shit I can ever say to Ruben about basketball fandom. Like, true, I, true. historically, out of all of my favorite franchise teams, I root for losers. That's just, <laughs> that's just been the trend. I, I didn't choose this life. <laughs> Wait Apparently, a it chose Wait me. A I root for <laughs> losers. <laughs> well, I got, I got something to ask you. Do you think as we get older, we get less interested in basketball because of time constraints? But is that juxtaposed to the fact that there's so much more content than it was when we were kids? I don't know if it's that. I mean, I think a lot of it is that I've realized that I'm never going to be on the TV playing now. So now it's not 
big of an important thing to me. But, you know, when I was younger, I used to watch sports like, hey, there's a chance that I might be on TV one day. Okay. And now that I'm old, I'm like, man, you never were good enough to be anywhere close to considering that. What was your problem? <laughs> wow. Okay. I had never had those thoughts. Ever. <laughs> no, because I'm a huge Duke fan. And I used to watch all their games. And then I now, it's just like, if I see one, I think I'm doing something. And that's because life happened. And that's because I just don't have the time for as much content that's out there. Yeah. And college basketball is weird because I used to be a huge college basketball fan. And, and then when, you know, me and Ruben originally were doing radio stuff together, we, we were doing basketball games. So me and Ruben talked about college basketball all the time. Right. Like, there was a point in time where I could tell you players from, like, almost every team in the country. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm just like, yo, if I can name three college basketball players, like, I think that's impressive. So I'll be knowing half of these dudes. Like the NBA draft comes around, and I just be like, "If Who you say that? so, yeah, yeah I mean, if you say, if you so. say he good." <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's all that's on my mind. I'm, I'm getting to watch basketball again, and now I'm trying to pretend like I, I know everybody on the Hawks. Like I'm watching the team that I root for, going, "Oh snap! I forgot Lou Will was on the team." That's jacked up. <laughs> Got them wings though. Lemon Pepper Lou. That's what I call him. He's for, he's forever going to be known as Isn't Lemon he? Pepper Lou. Isn't he? He really is, <laughs> and he's a, he's a really good player. But yeah, he is. Lemon Pepper Lou, man. But all we know is the wings from Magic City. It, no, That's it, all it we used know. to be all we knew was he had two girlfriends that lived with him that he traveled with all the time. That's so, all and, I knew, and, and that he never did interviews talking about it. Which I also gave him mad props about it because, like most dudes, if you got two living girlfriends that look like that, you want to talk about it to everybody. And Lou was always like, "No, no, we ain't talking about that." You're so not, you're not Charlie Sheen and me. Yeah, so I always respected Lou for that, but now he just lemon pepper Lou. You know what I'm saying? When he when he make a shot, about that's lemon pepper Lou cooking. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Nice. So, man, what's on my mind is very simple. Um, I'm kind of bored, but in that boredom, I have rediscovered myself. So. I feel good about that. I feel like um, I'm now in a position mentally to take steps to make myself better professionally and personally. So, like, I feel good about that. You know, it's, it's everybody has t- trials and tribulations, and then everybody has that time when they realize, you know what? You can do this. All you gotta do is do it and once you realize that you can do stuff i mean it makes life a little easier so yeah i mean for me the only thing that's on my mind is basically yo i'm just trying to be the best ruben brown i can be and hopefully everybody out here including y'all two gentlemen are trying to be the best them they can be because if you're not your best self you're just a shadow of what you could be so i implore everyone to be their best self at all times. Now, how you gonna get on AG for sounding like he was about to retire when your opening statement was, I'm kind of bored. Like, I thought you was about to shut this down too. Like, I'm kind of bored with this. <laughs> Five minute warning will be changing format. We no longer need these two bums. It's just gonna be me again. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so, so the quality can drop considerably? Nah, I'm good. Nah, man. Nah, it's, you it's know. Start. It's the five minute warning with Ruben Brown. 
Yeah, shut up, man. I can't. You know, I can't. I can't wait till this pandemic is over, so we can actually be in the same spot and take a picture. That way, it's not. I have been wanting around. to go to Richmond and go bowling with this dude for months. I say we ought. To, I say we ought to do why, that. Why go bowling with me? Like why? Because that's your thing, man. You like to bowl. Yeah, he would kill us. I um, ain't say he wouldn't. I'm just saying. You okay. Know, it's, a, it's a good team building. Hey, thing, man, man, I'm down. Have some in bowling alley food. Oh, some of my favorite food is still, you know, just saying. Really? Bowling alley food is <laughs> chili fries. Nah, man. Come nah, on, man. man. Chili you fries. Been, hold on, man. You've been, you have been. Fake cheese. Um, nah, man. You ha- you have been spoiled by the bowling alleys in Chesapeake. What's the difference? A lot. So you mean to tell me bowling alleys in Richmond aren't cool? I mean, are they cool? I mean, I don't, I don't really be eating the food like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The food ain't the greatest. Well, that's the whole point. It, I mean, it's all right. I mean, you know, it depends on what bowling alley I go to. Some of the ladies be hooking me up. But nah, like, no. I, but as far as like the Chesapeake Bowl one, the chess, the one in Chesapeake, yeah. Yo, that food be slamming. Well, well we, that's what true. we did, what we did, you mean the one like the one that's like right off of like Pewsville Road or whatnot? Nah, nah. The one we had the big thirty-two at the big. Yeah, we had yeah, the tournament. I used to get off Pewsville Road accident. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, was that food I started it. I bowled, That's why I used to bowl during middle school. Yeah, that food was slamming. But there's some bowling alleys. No, <laughs> he said no. <laughs> okay, it's you would think you're right. It should be at least edible. There's some place now. That's pretty. That's pretty hard to do, man. Because that food isn't really edible to start with. They work I mean, hard, they just, man. All they do is drop it in the deep fryer, and that's that's probably why it don't appeal to me no more. Like I just. <laughs> And maybe I've been in the bowling alley too many times. Like, Five minutes, what it could fit you. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to talk offline about that because I'm down with that. I mean, I could that cool. be good? Huh? I thought it'd be cool. Yeah, we we could do that. I mean, I'd be yeah. right. that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah get so that way together. he doesn't have to travel and he can do something he likes to do while he massacres us. Get some FW bowling shirt merch with a special catchphrase. <laughs> Nah, Ruben will probably kill us in bowling. Shut no, up. Don't, yeah, don't even try. There he go. Do, I mean, well, there he go. Be Moby again. Don't even try. With my two hundred pin handicap, probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, look. Um, thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you for everybody who who um, spoke today. Um, thank you to everyone who listens to this show, um, either on YouTube, Facebook, and. Um, on Twitch and on the podcast where we put it out either Thursday or Friday. Um, tell a friend, follow us on social media as you can see below. Also, um, hey, just thanks for your support out there and stuff like that. Be safe, be good, and be the best person you can be. What? Can the team, team name be my fellow guys? <laughs> I That's told you, hilarious. man. Mo- Moco Cowboy be coming up with the with the money, man. He be, he be coming up with the money. Hey, KB, I could like you wrong. <laughs> hey, man. It's, it's all right though. But yeah, we'll be back next Sunday, 9 p.m. Hey, I got it right on Twitch, YouTube, and on Facebook. Y'all have a great week. We will see y'all later. Peace. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The 5 Minute Warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, 
Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5-Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there. Middle school, and I'm I'm just starting to hit the age where um, I'm trying to explore the dating scene. Um, I learned real early on that like there's some some things that you ain't supposed to do, and one of them is trying to date cousins. Wow! Um, as if they're not gonna find out somehow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I did that. I, for about on, two man. weeks. Hey, oh, man, I was oh, ambitious. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Is that what we're going to call it, ambition? I mean, okay. I don't know if I want to continue this one anymore. We're getting into some different things. I, I mean, look, I told you, this is personal, because when I read it, I was like, this is going to be really personal. Man, y'all might get one out of me. I mean, look, this, that's cool. Look, I, I don't have a problem saying this. I ain't saying no names. And I'm not necessarily proud of it, because... Trust me, it didn't work. <laughs> it, 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 it did not end well for me. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad. You know, because for some reason, West I just... West Virginia? Look, man, I was being ambitious, man. Look, I, I thought... I thought that one of them could keep their mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm sorry. Really? No, I'm just... <laughs> I can get rid of the police just, It's almost like you're going to get in trouble all over again. I can't with you, man. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You judging, but you ain't going to say nothing? You straight. That is so... Oh, that is so two-fisted. Right. So, they, so, th- so this one will be a little less... Um, they call that petty. This will be a little less daring, so Ruben does, you know, start pearl clutching over there. <laughs> um, He's already doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so another one, I, as a teenager, um, one of the things I say was a mistake is I quit bowling. At like 16, I quit bowling. And I quit bowling for like two or three different reasons. One, because nobody thought bowling was cool. So, you know, most people didn't even know I actually did it. Two, I didn't really know that you could go to school for free for bowling because I would have been bowling my ass off at a college. (laughs) And three, I mean, it wasn't exactly the sexiest thing to tell some chick like, yo, come holler at me at this tournament real quick. Watch me. You know, roll it up for you. Like it just—it wasn't anything cool about it. So you weren't hanging around with the right cool people. Probably, probably. I mean, look, I didn't know anybody in in Portsmouth that that, uh, that circle I hung with that bold. None. Like, I mean, I'm sure there was some out there, but they were probably just like me, just like going there on Saturday morning and not saying anything to anybody about it. You know, Monday through Friday. Yo, baby, that strikes for you. <laughs> What? That means we break it up? No, babe. It means it's good. What is wrong with you? I got a turkey with your name on it. That's right. <laughs> you call um, me a turkey? <laughs> let me get that this 17 one. split, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> See, that would have been the greatest line ever. I know. Only for people who understand bowling. But you, hang if you, out if you, if you don't understand people, bowling, man. you might not get it. See, you hang nah, out with man. the wrong people. See, if you go to the bowling alley in the morning, you see people like my dad. 
Oh, Bro, I mean, I, I go now. I, I bowl now. So, yeah, I, I see them people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. What is wrong with you? What are you pointing Which way are you trying to point? <laughs> a stroke. What's wrong? Uh, his dad can bowl. Yes, sir. <laughs> My dad's got like five or six perfect games. Oh, man. He, he's... he got rings, man. He yes, got sir. rings. Got a little championship yeah, ring for his league. He's got five or six perfect games. Yeah, he's he's a beast. He a beast. Yeah, I've thrown I've thrown seven three hundreds, but I've only thrown two sanctioned ones. So I got two rings. I should have five rings because I bowled like three eight hundred series. See, but, man, all that yeah. all that you hanging around. It's almost like Tiger Woods, man. Bobby <laughs> don't like golf for real, but then Tiger made it cool. But you gotta hang around wait? the right people, man. I told him back in the day I would be his manager and we would have him on a we would have a lifestyle stat like cardboard cut out of him with his with his necklace on the side with well, the I, gotta be hand. I gotta have a chain on yeah and, man <laughs> I gotta have some fronts in my mouth yeah, like I ain't say yeah. front I ain't say front <laughs> but it'd be the chain it'd be the it'd be the cross chain hand to the side Mo with the bowling ball man just stand up there like this really Storm <laughs> with the big storm logo on his man, I could have made us some money. KB, I could like gotta have a dope bowling shirt. <laughs> that's, that's true. Right. I, I would have had a dope bowling shirt. That, that's the, the, that cool. the storms were pretty dope, man. With the big storm across the joint. Yeah. Hey man, just saying, man. You were just hanging around the wrong people, man. I'm just saying. I'm saying, man. All you gotta do is get that pro card again. What's up out here? Cause you know it's Ruben, some, it's some, it's some Ruben it, Brown Esquire. It can be some fine women hanging out at the bar, getting that, uh, getting that bowling, bowling alley food. How you doing, yeah, man? How you doing, Maybe. Big Red? <laughs> bowling, bowling <laughs> trumpets, bowling trumpets. All right, man. Cause um, y'all not gonna have me talking about bowling all night. So the number four thing, um, bowling ball girls. In high school, um, they blow into your bowling ball before I, you roll it. Really, let all it go. Right. Really? It, it was. I gotta laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's just him turning red because he's embarrassed. Uh, Move on, man. Move on. I'll tell you story, man. So, um, number four, like in high school, I wasn't like I wasn't like super rebellious, man. I didn't do too much crazy stuff. But um, one time, I okay, I'm lying. It was more than once. But one time in a basketball game in high school. I was really intoxicated during that game. And it would happen to be a game that we went to like four overtimes. Ouch. And one and, and like I didn't score any points until overtime. Mainly because I think I was trying to sober up. Was that the game where the where the ref was like Yes, he said <laughs> you need to cut it out because I can smell it coming out of your pores. <laughs> And I just realized, man, that like I'm not built like them old '80s and '70s basketball players who used to smoke cigarettes and drink before a game and play. Like I, I could, I can't do that. I ain't got it. Well, they can't do it <laughs> first either. It's called conditioning. Yeah, it's the I wrong ain't got kind it. of conditioning. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, all right. So I say, I say number five. Um, it's not a lengthy story, but it's a good story. Um, only for the people who were involved and I think somebody who's actually listening probably will uh, remember the story so when I was about nine years old I had a friend that stayed near my grandma's house and I was going to my cousin's house and I begged my mom and my grandma hey let me take my friend to my cousin's house so we can hang out because it's like yeah we can hang out go to the park play basketball kick it I mean I begged them so 
They said, yeah. So a friend comes, me and my cousin, we ride bikes all the time. Now I'm three, I'm two years younger than my cousin and three years younger. Male wait, wait. friend or male friend or female? Male, but male, male, male. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, so I'm three years younger than my friend and two years younger than my cousin. That's an important distinction in this story. So I'm nine, my cousin's 11, and my friend is 12. So we got three bikes because my cousin got um, brothers. He already knows the story coming. I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) So so we asked him because we ride 10-speed bikes. We like, yo, you know how to ride 10-speed, right? He's like, my boy's like, yeah, man, we cool. Let's do it. So we're in Wanna Hill in Petersburg, and there's a basketball court at the bottom of the hill. So we get to the top of the hill, and we like, we gonna race down the hill. So we start booking it, racing down the hill. We like all neck and neck, and we halfway down the hill, and I hear my friend go, yo, where are the brakes? This dude is trying to pedal backwards, to stop because he's never rode a 10 speed. Did you just ask him if he rode a 10 speed? Yes. So this dude hits head on to a tree. The wheel bends. He flies off the bike head first into the tree. Bark comes off. All the skin on his forehead is gone. He's laid out on the ground like he's on a crucifix. Out cold. There's one old dude playing basketball. And my first response was, it. They never gonna let me do nothing now. <laughs> and, so I was like, and, and the dude and the man was trying to help out, and I was like, "Nah, man, he dead." I mean, he it's did. over with. Is that he your did. response? My co- my cousin books it back home. I'm sitting there at the court panicking because I'm thinking I'm not even thinking because I'm nine, so I'm not even processing that this man's life is over. I'm thinking about how this is gonna affect the next couple years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe <laughs> so, it. was like, boom. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. We just heard, we heard, ching, ching, ching. That's it. Lights out. So, his mom, my, my cousin's mom comes, my aunt comes. We get him back home. So, we have to take him back home with a concussion, no skin on his forehead. And,. They get home. My mom's apologizing. You know, his parents are cool. They understand. We get back in the house. My cousin gets in the car where his mom goes home. So now my mom and my grandma are, my grandma don't yell, but my grandma just says a whole bunch of stuff because she's so nice that anytime she says anything mean, it like it hurts that much more. I've never seen your grandmother me. So, so my mom is talking to me and she's not talking to me as if like, I'm a valued member of society. She's <laughs> talking to me like I'm less than, and, and I hit a boiling point because I'm nine and I'm well aware that I'm not. And every, and she was like, and you know, better. Every statement is, you know, better, you know, better. And finally I go, mom, do y'all think Aaron's stupid? And my mom looked at me with all the hate in her heart and said, what did you say? I'm like, you do realize I'm the youngest one and I'm the only one that got yelled at. I'm not going to tell you what she did to me later, but <laughs> but yeah, I, just, on up? I, I just realized that I wasn't going to question my mom's um, 
thought process of me ever again but yeah that that was that was like the worst decision i made and i didn't even feel like i did anything wrong but man I thought I thought my best friend at the time was dead because of me. And yeah, and then I asked if they think my cousin was stupid. Because I don't know what happened. Like his mom, I know his mom. His mom probably got into him when he got home. But nine-year-old me was like, yo, why are y'all yelling at me? Well, E Money said that was the longest ride home, too. It was so, <laughs> so apparently. <laughs> I mean, maybe he didn't make the same mistake you made, but he said that was the longest ride home. You know why he didn't? Because he's not stupid. And he's three <laughs> years older than you. Okay, I got that. He but, was a veteran and I wasn't. You rookie mistake. <laughs> yes. But see, my thing is, in your defense, y'all asked him, can you ride a 10 speed? Once Multiple he says times. Yes, it wasn't just once. Once you said yes the first time, you know the brakes are on the handlebars, bro. You know this. So, and don't use all, the front ones going that fast either. I got a question. Of all the things, I mean, you're going to a basketball court. You know, there are a couple of things he could have done. My assumption is before he got to that point, there was grass somewhere. You know, you could have jumped off the bike. Man. Why go headlong into a tree? Well, when you're going that fast, there are not, they're not a whole lot of decisions you can make. But why hit a tree? Dude, I don't think you he do wanted to hit, hit a tree. But and you see, do better and, hitting the fence. And you know, that was, look, hey, Moco Cowboy Cold Blooded, he got Sonny Bono. That's not cool, man. That ain't That's not cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's funny. That's, it's funny, but it ain't cool. Yeah, no, thank, thank you, E Money, for verifying my story. I asked as soon as we pulled the bikes out. Because nine year old me was thinking, hey, does this 12 year old friend of mine know how to ride a 10 speed? Exactly. You should I'm be just, completely exonerated, not from the statement you made to your mom because you should have been smart enough to know just say nothing. Hey, and, man, if if I didn't even realize I was saying it until I said it because I just had had it, I was like, I'm not gonna be the one. I'm not gonna be the only one going down for this. Oh, so you need no brown now, right? <laughs> it wasn't me. It was life. Exactly. <laughs> I just I. And all you said Nino Brown because I did get used to get called that back in the day too. So <laughs> I'm going down. Everybody going down. <laughs> I just don't understand how it's all y'all fault when the dude hit the tree. No, it's not. You're seeing it wrong. Somebody was you ran almost into a... killed. No, 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 no. You're you're seeing no, it the and, wrong and way. And I did think he was dead. Like straight up, I said it to E multiple times. He dead, man. He, he, he dead. I mean, I mean, you're seeing a kid that just hit a tree going probably 35 miles an hour. All I'm saying is... No, oh, no, no, all, no. All Wait I'm saying minute. is... All no, his no. skin on his forehead was missing. It was so on what? the tree. I understand that. But all I'm saying is there's nothing else softer he could have hit. Man, you're not understanding it, bro. No, I am understanding it because I've I, jumped I, off a bike before. I, I thought all those things too, but at the time, I ain't really have time to process all that. But I'm just saying, how he, he I, money I'm was saying, like, he's freaking out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I, all I'm saying it, is, it was, it was like the calmest freak out because, like, I had already accepted his death. I was like, <laughs> he was moving on to the next thing. <laughs> he did. How we gonna get? I, if I would have been a little bit smarter, I'd been like, "Yo, how can we get rid of the body? Uh, we got to take the, we got to take this witness out of the park now because he's seen too much." Wow. <laughs> my thing, my is, thing is this: 
now we understand how people respond when they do something wrong and they leave the scene of a crime. Because you're not thinking about what you've done. You're thinking about what the ramifications are. And I don't want anything to do with it. Man. It's a human all, response, all day, man. I, I, I never, never feel bad. I, I get mad at people for panicking on a situation like that. Because I'm like, yo, I've been there. And like, like I said, <laughs> I I'd accepted his death. I was trying to figure out how this was going to affect the next few years of my life. What I was going to have to do, I would have tried to get my story right with Eve, but he going to be thinking and everything and go get an adult before we could get our story together. <laughs> so he ruined it. <laughs> Being all sensible and whatnot. I just think it's interesting that the dude had nothing else to hit but a tree. Man, Ruben, I'm telling you, man. Uh, speaking I, from I'm, a, I'm speaking sorry from for hijacking the show with my my five. Man, oh, that was but... hilarious, bro. That was gold. That <laughs> was gold. That was gold. But I'm just saying, Ruben, when you're going that fast, and you, cause see, he was going that fast, and then he thought he was under control, and then figured out that he was not. And now you have to make a decision, and half the time you can't make a decision because you're still panicking. And Ruben, I can't answer your question because, um, just humble brag i was in the lead so i don't know what happened behind me i just heard it you know what i'm saying so i don't i don't know what he did all i said <laughs> is i just heard the it he was right behind me we neither one of us saw him hit the tree and we that's what i'm saying and we didn't hit it and we saw how the front tire was bent like in a 90 degree air angle Ouch. because he hit dead on so he broke the bike but all i'm <laughs> saying all i'm saying is you didn't hit a tree he didn't hit a tree because we had brakes because we knew where the brakes were. Yeah, but of all the things around you, why you are you victim blaming, man? Because, man, <laughs> I I will victim blame because it's just like, hey, you know, I I'm I'm driving, I can make a left or a right. Now I'm gonna go straight into the river. You're Yo, over, you're, you're oversimplifying this whole thing, man. Whatever. You're speaking like a guy who's never wrecked a bike. I'm just. Yeah, letting, I, I'm gonna be honest, yo. That was to this day. I have never heard a louder sound in my life. I've been around gunshots. Never have I heard a louder sound than this man's forehead hitting a tree. Like I will, I will to this day. If I had a dream about that again, I would get shook all over again. Literally, man. Nine-year-old me was processing a man's death. Like I was just like, he's dead, and I don't know how I'm gonna get by this. Like, I mean, because in my head, I was always the person that was making the plans for how we got away with stuff. So you know, this I was. You know what? I'm glad he up here because I I've always been kind of mad at him about this too because like <laughs> like usually usually he let me get us out of a situation. But this time he wanted to be responsible and like quick-witted and you know save a man's life. Like, no, man, we could have got out of this. We have a contact. Still believe there was a way we could have got out of this. He always had a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mo B was Hannibal Smith, man. So we he loves it when a plan comes together. Man, what you trying to say, this. man? Like, like, one of us had to get in trouble. We could have both been at family barbecues. We could have, we could have had alibis. Nobody needed to know. We could have taken that dude out at the park. But then your friend, <laughs> look, man, he, you think he remembered what happened? <laughs> I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't because that's well, I mean, awful. He, to, to this day, when we talked to him, he don't remember hitting the tree. I mean, he hit a tree. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, that's that, that, that's a blessing. That's a, to, to relive that trauma all over again. Nah, man. Whatever. You are so I mean, mean. You know what? Because man, you act like I've never ridden on something really fast before, and I decided, you know, this is gonna be a problem unless I make a move right now. Maybe, but you know what? Maybe there are just some of us on this planet who think about things differently. Fly to fight, fly to fight, fly to fight. That's what I, it is. I, I, he wanted to fight the tree. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he could take it. That is not cool, man. <laughs> he <laughs> he could say what, hey, you can say what you want, man. But if I knew hey, I was going headlong, if y'all knew if y'all knew this guy though, like the way he thinks, I I firmly believe he probably thought he could take the tree. That's just yeah. who he was. <laughs> I would have jumped out my. I would have jumped out the. I would have jumped out the, off the bike and just taken a broken arm and called it a day. I've done it before. I ain't take a break at all, but I've jumped off stuff before, man, because you're not going to win against the tree. Especially if you can't turn, you not win it. you just not. And I'll just, and yeah. Well, Moco Cowboy says something that's, 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 that's facts as far as I'm concerned, especially from a racing standpoint. But he says, target fixation is an intentional phenomenon observed in humans in which an individual becomes so focused on the observed object that they inadvertently increase their risk of colliding with the object. Shout out to Wikipedia. Because in racing, what they tell you to do is if you're going into a turn, look at the point and where, where you want to be. Look at your own apex. Because if you look anywhere else, that's where you're going. And when yeah. you're going, you know, 200 miles an hour, that matters. So all I'm saying is th- there's something to be said for him thinking he had control, then realizing he didn't. And then realizing he didn't have time, and then panicking. There's no coming back from yo, yo, the pan- the panic was real because he yelled, "Where are the brakes?" And I just know when he yelled, "Where are the brakes?" A piece of me died right there because I was just <laughs> like, "Man, it's over. It is over." And actually, I don't know if a part of me thought it was over or if a part of me was like, "He got to be joking. He got to I be mean, playing. He got to be playing with no. me." And I'm then, just saying. He and then when that blunt force trauma happened to that tree, flexing the bone like, against the hard object, it's a sound that you can't get out of your head, man. And it doesn't sound like, like said, TV either. I, I I literally put the bike down, didn't run to him, walked, and was like, "He dead, man. He <laughs> he he is dead." And, he probably and, was knocked out. It wasn't moving, and yeah, you're not. He, that's exactly what happened. But but he just. Oh, you know, I'm not going to say the language he used, but he he just booked it up the hill and just left me. He just left me. And what to get help? He left me to mourn the death of my friend <laughs> myself. He left you to mourn. <laughs> and then didn't, didn't even stick around long enough for me to get a plan for us to get away with this. Actually, he was probably hoping you had a plan by the time he got back. Man, I, you know what? That's true, because I probably, if I would have been, wouldn't have been panicking, I could have had one. And see Easy. what I tell you about panicking, Ruben? He started panicking. He never came back from it. See, he didn't have a plan. And yeah. the truth was, we weren't even supposed to go to the park because we waited Ooh. for his mom to leave. And then we asked his brother. We asked his oh, older no. brother. And of course, his brother was like, man, I don't care. Go to the park. So yeah, I, I was, was def- like, I was Yo. defending you. I was defending you at first. But see, you weren't supposed to be at the park. See, that's what happened when you do stuff you ain't supposed to do. See that? Everybody been there. Don't worry about it. That's okay. He I'm just going to stay over man, here. He did. All I'm saying, I'm just going to stay over here and victim blame because that tree was big and he could have did something. 
Actually, so, you know, with your my five, I think all of us can just leave it alone in the show because that was hilarious. <laughs> and you know, I hate, and yeah. I'm not, and I, I don't know who your friend is, and I, I want to say, I'm, I'm glad, glad you, I'm glad you don't remember, and I'm not laughing at you, but this is a hilarious story as it's told by Moby. It's hilarious. Man, so. we've had to tell him the story like this. <laughs> and I, I'm so glad because could you imagine having to relive that, dude? Well, well, he, he had to live it for over a year because, like, he had to wait for that skin to grow back. Like, <laughs> but, but understanding how it got that way, no. That's, did no. you call? Did y'all call him Skeletor? That's Man, cool. we didn't. I didn't call him anything. He wasn't about to kick my ass. Oh. I'm saying like the fact that he didn't remember man he couldn't really truly blame me you know what I'm saying like but he couldn't blame you anyway because he should have said no I can't ride at 10 speed and just took that smoke because I know y'all see, gonna have jokes see E you wouldn't have got that whooping if you would have waited for me to come up with a plan if you wouldn't have abandoned me we could have got away with this wow. and he wouldn't have been able to snitch on us because he didn't remember ouch <laughs> you are you know what I learned about you that you ruthless man you straight hood uh, it's all about survival man is that what we're gonna call it is that what we're survival. gonna call it okay but man he ain't die Ouch. you know what I'm saying he if, he, if he ain't die we have to get punished we'd have been good future future gang leader <laughs> of America right here I don't see he nothing wrong die. with that statement you know what that's all I'm saying you know what <laughs> y'all are so wrong I could, I could have seen him Monday and been like yo what happened and he'd have been like, I don't know. I just woke up at Wanna Hill Park. But yo, how you get all the way over there? I can't with that's these. Cr- that's crazy, man. I cannot do it. <laughs> all I'm saying, man. I can't do it. All I'm saying, man. Any dude, uh, brakes or not, man, he ran straight straight into a tree. Nah, bro. That bike. That bike was done. I mean, that bike was done. With. The bike should have never hit the tree. And you know what? He, I never asked. Like, was that was Eric's bike too? <laughs> Man, no, y'all messed up, Eric. <laughs> That's messed up, man. That is so foul. That is so foul. Yo, oh my God. <laughs> Yo man, Yo. how you do that to Eric like that? Hey, man, like, yeah, man. <laughs> That's foul. Do I Eric even really? Came back. I don't Everybody even know if I want to come Mike behind like... this, man. I, I don't well, even I know. Like... What I like your world? idea about I like your idea about ending the show. I mean, for real, I'm like, this is hilarious, bro. I, I bet mean, Eric was pissed. Oh my gosh! Oh, who I paid know. for the bike? I don't know. He had to deal with that. Who paid look, for the bike? Look, I got a question. Moby, he, Moby. That, hey, he was the older one, man. He should have been responsible. He should have been more responsible. <laughs> you know what? You know what I've learned about this whole story? Ain't, ain't nothing Eric Moby's fault. Ain't nothing Moby's fault. Nothing. He ain't taking responsibility for that. <laughs> and it was a brand new bike? Yo. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh my God. He is not taking responsibility yeah. for a licking I bet, I bet Eric was so pissed. Uh, I bet he was so pissed. He was probably pissed for like a week or so. <laughs> oh my God. All, all because the dude couldn't steer. The dude couldn't steer. And he couldn't hit a tree. <laughs> Man, hey, hey man, you know what? You know what? The main one was talking about victim blaming. I apologize. I never thought about that. Like Eric, you had to deal with Eric too and your mom. I never thought about that. All I could think was nine year old me was getting ganged up on by mom and grandma, and I was like, nope, I'm not gonna go for this because you had it. (laughs) Red ten speed with white wall skate. 
Come on, man. Oh, man, that's awful. Oh. And he, you he should still, feel bad. No, nah, man. Mo ain't taking responsibility for none of this. Well, you know, what's his respons- what responsibility? The only responsibility he can take is they went to they went to the place they shouldn't have went. He can't take responsibility for hitting the tree. That's the other dude's dumb ass. Are you listening to him? Oh, man, he's so cold-blooded about this. I'm cold. <laughs> because, man, look, I can ride a bike okay, but I know... I ain't hitting that damn tree. I'm oh, gonna do man. something else than hit a tree. Y'all got me crying. I'm just saying, man. I, I'm, I'm oh, gonna man. let I'm gonna let you know, man. Like I ain't had nothing to do with nothing. I mean, you right. did. See, look at him. Look at like, <laughs> This is so foul. <laughs> I had nothing to do with nothing, man. Hey, look, I asked him multiple times. Could he ride the 10 speed? Kebiako was like, how my man ain't never see the brakes on the handlebars? Dude, if you ain't never rode a 10 speed, you don't know the brakes on the handlebar. That's why I, I started pedaling backwards. I can't hear him pedaling backwards because you know it make a different yeah. noise. How yeah. do you pedal backwards? Because like on a non-10 speed bikes, on like, like that's how you hit the brakes. You go backwards and it just locks the brake yeah. wheel. On a 10 speed, it does not. You no, just, just free go backwards. That's why they put the brakes on the, on the handlebar. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, because on a 10-speed, why would you put Oh, God. Yeah, oh, that's man. his fault. It's his fault he hit that tree, dog. I'm Look, man, I, I'm, I'm not going to blame him. I'm simply going to say, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to blame Hold on, man. He's not putting this on my list because my bad decision was believing him. That, you know, I, I believed him. I didn't get no receipts. I, we didn't we didn't watch him ride in a circle. We should have let him test drive a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like we we just believed him because I believed in my friend. You know what I'm saying? I looked up to him. I was looking up to him. And more importantly, you were nine. Your judgment's a little questionable. KBIQ25 wants to know was it in slow motion? You know, it it felt like it was at that time from the time he yelled, "Where are the brakes?" Oh, so he was trailing both of y'all then. Because E-Money 757, like, we didn't see it. We just heard it. We just heard it. So first so he of all, was tra- he was on, bringing man. up the rear, and he, oh, man. And he hit a tree. All you had to do was follow them. Ruben, you killing me with that tree thing, man. It's like, you're, come <laughs> on, man. You could have moved out the way. This is not, man, this is. Oh. It was slow motion. From the time he yelled, where are the brakes? The time I heard that deathly sound felt like forever. Because you know what did you know what did work? Because I was processing because I was like, he's what probably that? joking. I hear the hear the motion going back. I'm like, he's trying to slow down. And then I turned to look at E because he, you know, I was still trying, I was still in competition mode too. Cause I'm like, I gotta beat him. Cause because he's nine. To, to be honest, at this state, I don't know if I'd ever beat E down this hill before. So I might have been riding, I went from riding high to thinking my boy died in like three or four seconds. Like just it all went downhill. <laughs> Literally. Only thing, only thing I'm saying is your level of compartmentalization is amazing. I'm going to leave it <laughs> like that because that story was hilarious. He's like, he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what's next? How am going to stay out of jail? <laughs> he did. It ain't got nothing he can do I, I, was me th- now. I was thinking about, like, how am I going to keep my mom from killing me? Um, how am I going to go tell his mom that his son died? Is there a way I can not have to say it? <laughs> how how is this gonna affect my ability to come outside for the very foreseeable future? Wow. <laughs> and AG, let's Am I not gonna get any more Hot Wheel cars because of this? Because wow. like my my Hot Wheel collection was top of the line. Like, well, let's 
but we need to be real for a second. Okay. AG, if yes. I'd have did that and hit a tree, after you finished laughing at me, you would have been like, why didn't you turn? I wouldn't have said that to you. Yes, first, you would have. First of all, you would have had to wake up within like the 15 minutes that he was unconscious for me to even laugh at you. If he would have just got up within a, a 30, 30, 45 seconds and just been bleeding a little bit, I probably would have joked on him as I rode away from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. Moco Cowboy said he went through all the stages of grief in five seconds. Those are 100% facts right there. All of them. Acceptance. Yeah. I, was, I was denying it. Acceptance. Anger. Like, all of that. Actually, you stayed in anger the longest because you wanted about your, your uh, Hot Wheels collection. Yo, no. I was... Yo, for real, I've been... I was mad at E for like 20 years. Why were you mad at him? Because he, he went and got adults? Bro, he abandoned me. When we, could, we could have got this Wait, wait, together. wait, wait. How is going to get adults abandoning you? We didn't. If he would have just waited like 45, maybe even 60 seconds for me to get my composure, we could have got our story straight. You know what I'm saying? We could we could have turned the story into a heroic tale. We could have been like, yo, I could have been like, I could have talked to his, my, my aunt and been like, yo, we told him not to leave because we we know you said not to go to the park we look outside my man done took the bite so we go chasing him because we think he's still an eric bite so we trying to catch him you know what I'm like look man i could we could have worked it out and you know what you know what in your in your defense that is the pretty that's a plausible story i'm impressed <laughs> i'm impressed i would have felt I, so bad i didn't know what e-money e 757 did oh, i man. just would have i'd have oh, been man. like hit the damn tree that's it, bro. <laughs> look, Moco Cowboys, like Mo B was trying to bring him back. <laughs> hey, man, look, there was no CPR. I didn't check a pulse. I as soon as soon as I saw him laying out, arms stretched, looking straight at the sky with no eye movement, I just accepted the fact that my man was dead. I was like, you know what? We had a good run. You know what I'm saying? We 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 used to play basketball in these streets together. You know, football too. And just like, yo. I could have spoken at his funeral and been like, man, I'm going to miss you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Are you for real? You'd have been like Big Red on a fire heartbeats, man. How are you going to be up there at the funeral and you know you killed a dude? <laughs> My office hours are from, from 9 to 5. <laughs> <laughs> hey, G, what's on your mind, man? I, just, I was reading a, a thread that uh, Draymond Green started about uh, women's sports. And I think, he, I think he meant, well, in fact, I know he did. But a couple of uh, major uh, female athletes came. They weren't coming at him. They were just trying to educate him. And basically they were saying, well, if men would help us do this, then it would be a different story. Because we're not here to make y'all feel comfortable. It's like y'all have the power to do anything you want to do, but you choose not to do it. And then I thought about what I had seen in the NCAA tournament when the uh, the female basketball player was showing showing the sort of people on Instagram what their weight room looked like and it was a stack of weights you could have got from Target and it went and then they showed the men's and the men's was like a full gym looking like Planet Fitness and I was like that's not cool and I didn't know what was going on and so I'm sitting here going just like Draymond at first it's like because I feel like that 
if women had more exposure and their leagues made more money, then we wouldn't be having this issue. And that's a real shallow way to see it because it's very true. And I've seen men fail women when women could really make a lot of money. And that's uh, the 1999, or maybe it was not, I don't know when it was, but the, the, the female soccer team that won the gold or won the World Cup, my bad. They had a chance to do some great things in the league and people chose not to help them. They squandered money, did a lot of things wrong. And I just think that just like Black Lives Matter, I think men in general, not all of us, but men in general sometimes can be tone deaf. And I'm not talking about the men are just for real chauvinists. I'm talking about the men that are just tone deaf. I think we can do better. And that's all I got to say. I think we can do better. So that's what's on my mind. Agreed. What's on your mind? All right. I mean, you got anything left, Moby? I mean, I do, but I mean, I feel like I've taken enough of the show, man. Like, Oh, we still got to have what's on your mind, man. Uh, all right, man. Uh, Derek Jackson. Um, I didn't know who this dude was until apparently everybody started making fun of him because apparently he's a Facebook guy who gives um, women advice. But, oh, And yeah. he got caught in his... um unfaithful ways and you know now everybody is upset with him um but what's on my mind is something he said he had a Kyrie Irving moment because in the midst of his apology he was saying I didn't put myself on this pedestal women did Ooh, so yeah, I remember that and before you women start hating him he's absolutely right he just ain't the dude that can say it right now Message, like, not the messenger. Yeah, he, so he he's absolutely right. But what I'll say is, ladies, please be wary of any relationship advice you get that turns into male bashing. Because I I'd never seen most of his videos, but when I started watching some of them just to try to get context of who this dude was, like literally all he does is male bash from a very judgmental place. Not to say judgmental place, but just male bashing. And male bashing is not relationship advice. Um, if somebody's giving you relationship advice, unfortunately, sometimes you're going to have to hear some things about yourself in the midst of this relationship that there's some moves that you need to make sometimes. So, so ladies, if you out here getting all your, um, relationship advice from memes and, um, so-called relationship experts online who basically make you feel like all of these quote unquote dudes ain't shit, um, for the most part, some of them, these people might be right, but um, that can't be the relationship advice that's going to better you as a person to just come up and say, dudes ain't shit. That's, that's not going to fix anything. That's not relationship advice. That's a cackling girlfriend that's supposed to be supportive for you. Like, so let's stop putting these people on pedestals. Look, relationships are very personal things. People make stake, mistakes and humans exist on both sides of the spectrum. So nobody's above making a mistake. So while we're trashing this dude for basically being a hypocrite, just understand, y'all all are hypocrites, myself included. Everybody's been hypocritical about relationship advice. You've all given relationship advice that you've refused to take, and you've all not listened to advice that you know you should take. So, I mean, let's just do better and stop Stop romanticizing social media. That's all I got, man. Preach. Ah, uh, I guess it's my turn now. So, 
Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the year. The time of the year that I won't be celebrating too much this year. Um, not because I shouldn't. It's because I probably shouldn't. It's almost Easter. And, you know, we have the, the, the bunny rabbits and the church and all that. And, but the other part of Easter, which a lot of people don't understand, yes, it is peak season. <laughs> Pepsi yes, Peep. It is peep season. Moco Cowboy KB Aqua 25, thank you because I couldn't hold it back anymore. <laughs> I was trying not to do that. So, <laughs> so it's the crazy part is like, you know, people say you can get peeps all year round. Yes, if you do some special orders or whatever, but between, I would say after St. Patrick's Day to like a week after Easter is peep season. Peeps, the most tasty piece of marshmallow that is absolutely positively not any good for you, without question. And they got different color peeps, they have different tasty peeps, and now they have the most disgusting peeps I've ever seen, Pepsi peeps. Yes, they have combined- But you ain't even tasted them yet, man. How you know they're disgusting? First of all, the sugar content it's got to be like 85%. So if I were to taste one being a type 2 diabetic, I'm dead on spot. Like, literally. It ain't enough It ain't enough insulin to bring me back from that. <laughs> so, you know, first of all, Pepsi and marshmallows? Excuse the language. That shit sounds disgusting. Like, completely disgusting. And then of all the colors you're going to use, yellow? Ugh. Like, yellow's not even a taste. I mean, I, like, we'll mix up pep, Pepsi and the chocolate peeps. It's still disgusting, but at least it comes to a thing. And see, the crazy part about this is, clearly Moco Cowboy has listened to this show for a while, and KB Yako knows me. Because they already knew where I was going. Because about, what, I don't know, about a year ago, we did, like, the top 25 peeps thing. Oh, yeah, that was awful. Peep, oh. It was awful. Man... First of all, by the way, Lauren is in total agreement with you. I'm just saying, I I feel like, I feel like this is going to be you, even though you BSing about these peeps. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, first of all, that's so funny right there. But no, I I wish they could hear the how funny that was on a podcast. Oh my god. Uh, overdose cat on peeps, man. Nah, <laughs> nah, that's never gonna be me. But you know, I think every year they try to do something different, and some sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a good old miss. They've been missing for a minute lately, so whoever is in control of making the peeps for every year, fire that dude. Get somebody else. I mean, you know, how about you make a peep? Um, rabbit. That might a a big old marshmallow rabbit. That's unhealthy as hell, but it'd be good. It, at least if you think it out the box, man. I mean, but don't go making no Jesus peeps. We don't need none of that. 
because that's sacrilegious. <laughs> like, I like peeps, but I'm not touching that peep. You're not going you're not gonna sit here and have a Jesus peep and a devil peep and like, which one you gonna eat? Nah, bruh. Not happening. But peeps are not terrible, Cape Moco Cowboy. I don't know what's wrong with you. They're very good, but I will probably have exactly four peeps this year, which will be a record for me because usually I eat packages of that shit. So all I'm gonna say is everyone, happy Easter. Enjoy your peeps. Put that J peeps on the chain. <laughs> that would be a dope. Uh uh a chain with a, a diamond peep. That's not edible. But that's all I got today. It's peep season, baby. And get them while you can. Because May 1st, unless you order them from Amazon, you ain't getting them till another year, bro. So I'm going to leave that out there. So what we're going to do, we're going to shift from sports. And we have a new segment called Question of the Night. And I'm excited for the first Question of the Night because I already know emotions are about to flare in so many different ways. I read this. I read this early, early in the week, and I was like, "F me." <laughs> I, so, I, oh my! I remember being in the theater watching that bullshit. The first one was good. <laughs> the first one was good. We, hey, let us get to the question. Yeah, get, get get to the question. question. You know what? You know my my bad. My bad. I did not let our host. <laughs> Run the show. I done took the show over twice. My bad. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ruben. This is your show. I just got a little bit emotional. My bad. Go ahead. I'm not going to lie, man. I did not expect you to have this emotional output right now. Okay. Because, like, I feel like me, you, and Mobile the same page with this. And once we explain it, you know, it's going to happen. So, the question tonight is, everybody remembers the Tyler Perry's why did I get married series? Why did I get married one and married? Why did I get married two? T-O-O. Why did this movie series, why do we think this movie series is possibly detrimental to the black community? And I said it just like that. Detrimental to the black community. If you have not seen either one of these movies, the why did I get married, and you are of a male person, don't see it you're going to be so pissed off but if you have seen it then you understand what's about to happen what's going on KB Yako and E-Money right on time right on time because this is about to get real up in the in, in the house yo before we so, get started though I want to say what's, what's E-Money cooking on the grill what does he usually cook on the grill Ma? I mean anything man I'm trying to figure out what he was cooking too and I ain't get no invite nothing I mean <laughs> he knew you was busy <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Go and ahead. Yako says, I hear you should skip the second one. If I had my way, I probably would have skipped both because of the emotions that are about to come out. But I feel like the excitement here is I didn't think AG would, AG could control himself. I'm gonna so, I knew AG was going to react like this, but I'm interested to hear his views on it now. Yeah, oh, ribs, ribs and bourbon chicken. Oh, nice. Nice. What's ribs. up with the hookup, E Money? That's messed up. He we knew, be eating ribs and burning chicken together on the was, show. Hey, he knew y'all was busy. That's what Man, that was. That's messed up, you money. Is it messed up? Is it? It is. <laughs> it is. Because I ain't getting there. I ain't getting there. But, all right, AG. So, so I guess what we, 
nope, nope. Just go ahead, AG. It'll no, explain go, go, what were you saying? Because you might set me up to say some other things too. What were you gonna say? So, the, the question was, why was this movie series detrimental to the black community? Um, or I do you even agree with that statement? No, I don't know. I don't know if it, it was detrimental to the black community. And personally, when I really think about the question as asked, I feel like it was a good thing for the black community because you have black people creating black people acting in black people producing and black people are making distribution deals and from that and from that perspective it's like i think that the cosby show is not problematic because of what i just said i'm not gonna let bill cosby's behavior make the cosby show not dope as hell and so many different at so many different levels now how i feel personally as a consumer of this product it's some old bullshit because and, and and it's only one sequence that really bothered me through this whole thing and it didn't happen Just until this one? yes yes it, it, it's only one it's only one because i'm interested to see if we on the same page yeah, we I might be that. we you might be i mean i got multiple and i know moby you, you got multiple this, but if you but if you hit the main one we good okay well first of all it's it's now that I'm really thinking about where it starts, it's like she engineered, and this she meaning Janet Jackson's character, um, she has engineered a divorce. The dude has done everything that he can to save his marriage because no one knows what in the world has happened anyway, including the characters. No one knows. All of a sudden, she gets up there and makes this announcement at the most romantic moment of all of their lives. Which one? Which movie was this? Please. This was the, the second, second one. one. Like I said, beat, could they announced to their friends that they was getting? I mean, I, I, she she announced, and he kind of was like, "Yeah, right." She <laughs> she is running this whole thing, okay? Now, and apparently, and I I've been listening to Still Processing, and I. I am feeling my maleness dwindle in worth more so than it usually does. But sometimes women ain't shit. So you are engineering a divorce unilaterally. This dude is trying to save his marriage by any means, any reasonable means necessary. You have mental issues that the, the, the divorce, the person that you are inflicting this pain on is now helping you get through your mental illness. As far as I'm concerned, at that point, that's a fucking you problem. And the F-bombs. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Aunt, Aunt Shirley, first of all, Aunt Shirley... In any family that I have grown up with and known me all my life, I am so sorry. No, you're not. No, I am because this this that movie brings some things out of me that's just like, oh my god. So anyway, he is helping her through all of this. <laughs> okay. She gets her stuff together, whatever it is. He hasn't done anything to her. He shows up at their business for what is supposed to be 
a surprise party because it's his fucking birthday. And <laughs> was it, I don't remember. Was it actually his birthday? It was because something I, for him. No, I don't think it was. I think she just came up there and acted like because when she was like, it's his birthday, everybody in the office was like, and he was like, what? He knew, okay. he knew he knew it was going to be some BS. She just masked it like it was his birthday. Right. That's right. That's right. And so uh, this flaming. Then let me back that up. Please, please. I got two of them in my room, man. I got these two bitches in the room, and I'm talking about my two female dogs, literally, Juju and Brownie. I'm assuming that's one of the words you wanted to go with. So this call it Juju or Brownie. If we say Juju or Brownie, we are basically getting around saying, uh, calling a woman out of her name. So this flaming hot Brownie. No, actually, <laughs> it wasn't even that because... Well, I said it for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> because it's not, it's like, you have the dogs I remember, the and see, it's so vague to me now because I was so heated when I was in the film, watching the film. But this dude jumps out this cake, and I'm like, yeah. wow. Quote of the movie, since you want to act like a bitch. That's like what a, she said. Like a brownie. <laughs> and thank you for saying that because that was what it was for me. That's where I just lost it because this is this is what I'm saying. Everything that he had done was to love her and to preserve their marriage. At some point, he accepted the fact that this is not going to work. And then she made him a punk for doing the right thing or at least doing something that was admirable, even if it wasn't going to work. This dude gets so upset, he gets in his car, jets out of the parking lot, gets T-boned by another car or truck, dead. All because of what she chose to do, which was wrong on every level. And then, that's not the coup de grace. This oh, yeah. This... This is the part that really was like, get me the F out of here, because this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Okay, so we, 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 we all felt the same part. You destroy a man at every level, physical, emotional, and mental. Gone. He's not of this earth anymore and died in one of the most violent ways that you can die, other than fire and drowning. And then you are rewarded for another stud to be like all about you and nothing you against what it is, man. nothing against the rock yeah. but how can you reward that kind of behavior now I know I'm a cis man I get that and I ain't shit I get that too but at some point y'all are foul and for Tyler Perry to write that foolishness I'm questioning you right now. And I have since then. And you ain't put out nothing good since then either, fool. You ain't. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. I really am. Because you are top to bottom controlling your own destiny. But when you did that, I was I never looked at you the same ever again. Because you rewarded somebody for completely undressing and dismantling someone. And you rewarded that? Dude, I don't care what kind of daddy issues you got. That was cold-blooded. I never got over it. And I never watched that film again. So that is my take on it. And it's a good thing for the black community because how it came about. But 
for men? No. No. For black men in particular? No. That was some busted ass shit right there. I will never, ever, ever find a way to reconcile and conflate that whole thing. Ever. It was foul. Now, if that was the... If that was what you wanted to get out of me as a dude watching this, as a cis heterosexual man watching this, then you succeeded. But I will never look at you or any product you have the same again, ever. And then you put out Boo 1 and 2. So, yeah, I don't even like you. <laughs> they came up with a second one? Oh, my God. I didn't know that. So, okay, before we move to the movie, the, the, ah, so many comments. So, Dre, yes. I mean, AG made sure that we got that not safe for work label on the show. For real. I've never heard him use as many curse words in any one sitting ever. I, you in know life. what, man? I just, I'm sorry. Not even in, in public. Not even you like, know, in front of him. But, but, but Ruben. Yeah. I felt that shit. Oh, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> um, and again, I want to apologize to our audience if you have tender ears. Um, as Man, my, my wife, if they watch, if they listen as on them, I realize that. It. But if you've been listening, if you've been listening to this show consistently, you can't have tender ears. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I realize that, but like, like, like Ruben said, it's like I can see it when he shake his head. It's like, oh my god, what have I done? But oh sir, no, sir, I was shaking my are, head because you dropped like three f bombs. I, I, I never I heard know, that. I know, but I'm just like I said. I there, think you just took the lead. When I read this question, I was like. Oh my goodness, they did not just do this to me. Because I knew I only feel one thing. Hey. I mean, it. it... So again, I apologize for y'all. I mean, to the listening audience. Um, But this movie is foul in a lot of ways for that particular thing. There were other things going on in the film, obviously. Oh, yeah. But they, but yeah. Yeah, I mean he he kind of helped me out liking him a little bit when um, my man slapped the hell out of uh, Shania Latham and uh, the the family that prays because she earned that. I mean, because you ain't gonna talk you gonna talk mad noise to a dude after you cheated on him, had a baby with another man, put the baby off his heads, and then gonna talk noise again. Oh my Lord Jesus! Now well, again, I, violence against women is never a good thing, but you have to know where the line is. And apparently, she thought there was no line. That's why her mama didn't jump in and say, "Get out of my store." She just looked and said, mm, "Y'all see that?" So, <laughs> so that was so a great piece of writing. So that kind of evens it out a little bit. But I promise you, in the moment, that was I was not feeling Tyler Perry no more. Well, that's it, folks. Really appreciate you listening. Everybody who has listened in the past, thank you. People that are new, welcome, and thank you also. On behalf of Moby and Ruben, this is AG signing off for the 5-Minute Warning. You can send any questions or comments to F-I-V-E Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The 5-Minute Warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share like, subscribe. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. 
search five minute warning on the Spotify app. Stay safe out there.